This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 170, Spotlight on X-Men, Days of Future Past. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 170. It's the Spotlight on X-Men Days of Future Past episode. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tibor Mate. Say hello, Tibor. How's it going? So we just got back from seeing uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, and uh, what do you think, Tibor? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, really well done. Nice addition to the, uh, the X-Men franchise. Which, I mean, if you com- if you com- count everything kind of X-related, it's seven movies now, right? Yeah, I sort of, uh, I would say X-Men 4. Ah, we were arguing about this before the podcast started. I you not can't, arguing. We were having a discussion. Okay, I know that X Men X Men First Class technically chronologically takes place before X Men One, but it still was the fourth one created, and therefore should still be considered the X Men Four. Yeah, I know, I know, but it was you a, can't call it zero point five. I know, I, I get you can't have this one without X Men uh, First Class, but yeah, absolutely not. Uh, so, I mean, for those who well. It, Spoiler alert, so I mean, if you haven't watched the movie, you really should, because we're going to be spoiling the crap out of it, and talking about key, key points, things that did happen, didn't happen, etc. Um, yeah, no, it was an enjoyable movie, I mean, it was uh, interesting to see, you know, definitely in the future, uh, as opposed to the yeah. very near future, where X-Men has always kind of existed, right? Yeah, we never really, I guess, they said 50 years though, right, didn't they? From, they did from say 73? Yeah, so, so I would say a, 2023. Yeah. Which I'm fine with, but that also kind of sets up that... At the end of the movie, the continuity of, like where they are is still 2023. Yeah, yeah, which but no one looks like it's 2023. Like everyone kind of looks like like Xavier should be dead. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a few problems still. Yeah, like, like we if, we never get an explanation for how Xavier comes back after X Men Three. Well, maybe that's why he looks so young now. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah because the only time we like the first time we saw X- Xavier again was in although Wolverine, he, right? Yeah, although again by the end of the movie it won't matter. How he died because he's never died. Yeah, which yeah, it's it, there's a there's a few holes here. Yeah, that, like, I mean, yeah, we I, just sort of have to overlook them, I guess. But I would well, hope I, that maybe we get some sort of explanation if they're going to do another one. I feel like the X Men movies in general have always kind of had that kind of laissez faire attitude. Uh, I mean, that that they, they're not that worried about the the continuity per se. There's a lot of questions, a lot of things that don't quite make sense, and they keep making movies and not addressing any of these. Like yeah. X Men Origins Wolverine was a huge. Uh, transgressor for this because they had an opportunity to show how did Sabretooth become a mindless beast that he was in X-Men 1 and we never saw him after that yeah that's true but they didn't Um, they had like they have a lot of opportunities throughout the franchise to kind of set things straight or at least you know make things make sense but even in here like as you mentioned Xavier's back alive again never addressed never a concern which in some ways is probably better off like to be honest like as much as it irks me not knowing the answer and then just kind of streamrolling past it I kind of would appreciate at least an offhanded remark or something well, Some I mean, sort he, of so, he sort of does in in the Wolverine clip. He just says, "You're not the only one with gifts, right?" Yeah, but that's that's like the only thing we get, right? Yeah, and then the but big at thing the same is, time, maybe it's better than not a half-assed answer because, it, like, it's almost like then it'd be half-assed, right? So, for sure. 
It's, Unless they had a good idea, then it would have been in the movie. And if they don't have a good yeah. idea, and then it's not there, right? This is kind of funny because I wonder what the initial idea was to br- like how they were going to bring him back if they had any idea, or yeah, you know what I mean, like. And then Wolverine having like metal claws in yeah, that's right. The present slash future uh, parts doesn't make any sense at all. Well, I mean, it, it could. I mean, as we were again saying off podcast, it's possible that you could make the the assumption that well. They got the master of magnetism on the team. He could realign the metal throughout his body yeah. to coat his claws again. Like, it's not outside the realm of possibility. It's not as big of a hole as, as if you're being alive again. No. But, Although, again, like they kind of gave you a background for that, how that could have been addressed. Well, the they gave of, the cutscene, right, where he was inside that guy's body. Like and it was still his voice. It's his consciousness that was inside the guy, so, right? But, although, going back to that, I mean... Uh, when I remember after watching First Class the first time, I remember I tried to watch maybe 20 minutes of uh, X-Men 3, and I was like, I can't do it. There's already so many continuity errors that, uh, admittedly, First Class created, creates, yeah, yeah. you know, but it was a better movie, so it's hard to look at it that way, Yeah, right? no, it's kind of funny. Because, I mean, like, even there, um, at the end well, of X... I, I call, I'm calling this movie Brian Zinger's F.U. to X-Men 3. It, it was. It sure. sort of is. He's throwing the baby out with the bathwater, just being like, you know what, let's fix it by throwing everything out. Um, going back to X3 just for a second Moira McTaggart did show up there I mean she was the doctor that's right That was to be honest that's the proper version of Moira McTaggart yeah, yeah whereas yeah. the one that we saw in first class was who was, FBI who was agent, awesome right? yeah. was an FBI agent although we don't see her again in no we yeah. uh, it's interesting of all the things he says that were taken from him he doesn't mention Moira his love but yeah he mentions but I guess his in sister that, in that uh because like, in that movie, though, they don't they get close, but not that close. Like, how much time did they spend uh, together? There was right? a fair bit. There's definitely a romance that's that's developing because you feel sure, that there at the is end, time. I guess she rolls him up to the school and everything too, right? Did she roll him up? Yeah, because at the very oh, end, yeah. he goes home. But like, then, he, but then she like she leaves because yeah, she he goes, mind, he wipes her mind. Yeah, so there's a lot of questions that come up in a movie like this, especially this one about how much humans know of mutants, considering where we were in X Men One. Where, yeah, where it seemed like nobody really knew much, right? Like, they knew a little bit, but not too much, whereas, I mean, even just going by first class, they have a guy, you know, in the mid, like, at least the higher-ups, maybe not the standard, like, regular people, but the higher-ups would know that there's a guy who lifted up, like, a plane and, like, stopped missiles, like, this this is happening. Yeah, no, that's true. And that like, never really, nothing happened. I guess that. maybe the idea there was that it, it that sort of all became classified with... The Cuban and that's crisis. easier to accept. Uh, Whereas, but now this has changed that. Yes, and then so now. But again, these events didn't play out this way originally. No, right? they did not. We're talking about two different timelines, and one sort of overwriting the other one. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Now let's talk about the future scenes. I guess in this first. Yeah. Um, so they're more of a framing sequence. I mean, they're not as. I mean, they're integral, obviously, but I mean. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, the they're setting up the story. Yeah. It, yeah, I did appreciate that we really did kind of run, jump into this really quickly. Yeah, like, it's true. There's not much of a setup. There's, I mean, no, there's, there's, there's no hand-holding. There's you get no... the Patrick Stewart voiceover. We, we mentioned this today that yeah. I was like, I, we're going to get a Patrick Stewart voiceover, and we're going to get that damn X that's on the street, and then it has to open up the it's door. the Cerebro door. The vault. I'm just tired of it. I don't know why it bugs me so much. I don't know why it bugs you that much either. It's it, linked all the movies together. I know. Well, except for the fourth for, Except for First Class. Well, I'm going to call it the fourth one. No, it's not four. It's, this is X-Men 4. All right, well... We'll, not, we'll debate about it. It's like that Star Trek was out there. 69. No, there's 68 episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, we're in the future. It's the framing sequence. I mean, it sets everything up. There is no hand-holding in this movie. You're kind of jump into it. Yeah. And... I, 
part of me loves that because it feels like a comic book. Like we're not worried about you're not going to get it. You just have to kind of pick it up and go as go as we go along. The one thing though is that they do introduce a bunch of new characters. Yeah, and without any really explanation, which just, is fine because yeah. we've had a lot. You get thrown in there. Yeah. We've got we've had we've had a lot of long explanations for characters in the first you know two or three yeah. movies. So it's nice to kind of jump into it, but at the same time, I, like I'm wondering, like my wife's like, "Who's that guy?" I'm like. Well, they kind of tell you. They kind of tell you the name. You can kind of pick it up. Like, but like Warpath. Do you know? Like, do you know? Who no, Warpath I would is? say that's the guy with the blades. I'm guessing he was the guy with the blades and yeah. had like the the kind of the blackout. Yeah, on his yeah, eyes. yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what he does? No, no. I, I could just see that he like was jumping through the portals. Uh, yeah, the, that the, the other Blink character creating, that Blink right? was creating, and it obviously had eye, good eyesight. I think they mention Blink by name. They do mention Blink, and they mention. But Sunspot. they don't. They don't mention Warpath by no. name. No, he's just there. He's just there, and they mentioned Sunspot, who's the. the oh, guy did they? I didn't hear. He goes molten. Yeah, I was wondering who he was. Like, I was, I was trying to figure out is that Pyro, but yeah, I don't remember no, Pyro because Pyro had no actual ability. to Yeah, he wasn't able to, to create fire. He could just control. But fire. I thought maybe like yeah, because it's the future and some people get more some powers. people get new, new powers. Yeah, right? I mean it. Xavier's come back from the dead. Yeah. Kitty Pryde can shunt people through time now. Yeah, like, that, that's normal. So it's a Pyro being able to turn yeah. into fire. Yeah, would be that much of a stretch for sure. And actually, that for some people would actually would have been easier. Because we we already established that character, we know yeah. who that character is. But I was trying to figure out if it was the same actor at first, and I, no, it didn't it, look like him. So it's different. Like, no, the, um, Sunspot's uh, originally a new mutant, so kind of the second generation, third no. generation of X Men. Technically, uh, it's okay. I didn't mind that they threw in some no. new characters. And obviously, I mean, he's a nice the idea is that a lot bunch of them have died as well. Absolutely, right? so. and he's a nice visual contrast to Iceman. Well, yeah, that's why which they is, did that scene, one, right? Yeah, exactly. Which was um, kind of cool. They had cool the one Sentinel turning into ice, and the one Sentinel turning into fire for so. sure, and. Uh, Although, I mean, the Sentinels were kind of human-sized for the most part. They weren't that big. Well, no, I would say the, would say the future oh. ones were a bit smaller. Oh, smaller than, sorry, than the ones in the past. In the 70s. I'm ones. talking about just the, the, the future versions. Yeah, they were, but they were bigger than human. Like, they, were, they were still bigger like, than human. At least like two, three times bigger. Their, uh, their dropships were a little unimpressively looking. They're just kind of Yeah, like, they were very plain. But I guess, realistically, it's not a human creating it at that point, maybe. It's... But yeah, we don't know what happened. That's like, the thing. It, it was never maybe the clearly... The evolution of the Sentinels or it wasn't that clear? Well, it wasn't necessarily clear that the Sentinels had completely taken over and that there was no human overmind kind of overarching That's true, anymore. too. Because a... you're like, kind of led to assume that, but you're not really given enough to go on. Because you see, like, the camps. And you yeah, see like, basically the concentration but camps they kind of allude, everybody. They allude to the fact that there's humans in there, too, but... You know what I mean? No, yeah. Xavier mentions there's basically any any human that like tried to help them. Yeah. Along with like any human that will, but that's different. That right will spawn there. a uh, yeah a mutant, right? But the question there still leaves, leaves a lot of room for interpretation because what about the humans who didn't help them? Like the the whole point of Days Future Past. They're in the, in the nice part of the world. Well, it's not all blown up. Well, I not guess. New York apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well. The whole world looks pretty well. I mean, whatever we see, what of it. we see of it, yeah. Because in the comics, China was messed up. China that's where they were up. pretty much like the yeah. main mutants were all in China for right? sure. Yeah, because in the comics, I mean, that's definitely what happens is that it, it, they take over on everyone. It's basically Skynet before. Because what? Yeah, I was thinking of that too. Actually, what year did Termin- very... Terminator come out? Eighty four. The original, yeah, eighty four. All right, so this this storyline with the Sentinels taking over is eighty one. So it. I mean, just not that. that it's a new concept by any means. The idea of a you know an AI taking over. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in popular kind of culture, it does predate one of the most famous ones, which would be Terminator. I was going to say it felt kind of like there was a couple lines there that really reminded me of Terminator. Like for it was, sure, it was just like it was, uh... and the nature of destiny. Because that, yeah, everything yeah, about were, Terminator is about destiny. Yeah, and absolutely. The future, right? Yeah, it was, there was some definitely re- uh, references there, which was kind of cool for sure. Um, 
trying to think of things I liked about the future. I mean, I loved Blink. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, just, Blink was really cool. That reminded me of the game Portal. Yeah, like for just sure. shooting out the portals and like yeah. going through and like it was really well done. Like the animation was really cool. Yeah, so. it was clever. I mean, that's that's one where I, I felt like they really thought about the physics of it and yeah. how to make it work and how to make her really useful. I mean, I thought it was without cool. making it like really confusing because it, it, like you followed pretty easily as to like Absolutely. how they were going through these portals and like mm-hmm. using them, which was really cool. I mean, she's a fan favorite character. Visually, that could be really difficult. To, Absolutely, but I thought they did a really good job. That opening kind of sequence against it, well, not quite the opening, but the sequence against the the set where everything goes really bad uh, yeah was, everybody ends up getting every, killed everyone dies which except for Kitty Pride and, uh, and Bishop. Uh, Bishop yeah it was really cool I mean Bishop was kind of a little underutilized because yeah they, they didn't even call him Bishop I don't think they did did well, they? they multiple they said, times they, yeah? they call him Bishop I yeah. didn't hear it was a, maybe I was just missing I was a little surprised uh, the I mean, he's had a lot of looks in the comics. That is a particular look. So that is, like, yeah. that is comic yeah, reference. Like the glowing gun and the. Well, the he's glowing gun. He's always had the giant gun. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and always he, had a. In his initial appearances, he did have a big gun, and then I mean, I'm sure you remember him from the animated series, yeah, and he mostly. always had a gun there too. Yeah. They didn't use his powers as much in the TV series, which is kind no, of similar to here. Where well, I don't like, even know what he like. It seemed like he was just absorbing other. He's energy powers. absorption, but the way he functioned in the movie is that he kind of needed that weird gun to, to kind of channel, to channel his abilities. I guess it's like, a shitty mutant power. You can chant, you can absorb energy, but then without a technological, you know, enhancement, you can't do anything with it. Well, I guess it's sort of like uh, Havoc and uh, what's his name. Um, and Scott, right? It's a uh, Cyclops. Well, they but they they, they they can still express their abilities without the, this helping to direct it. You know what I mean? Like Cyclops can, if you open his up, his yeah, eyes, but he can't, he can't control glass. it. It just keeps going, right? I mean, but that's, okay, well. Maybe that's go- the idea behind Bishop, though. A little maybe. Bit. Like, maybe that's the idea. He needs to focus it with that. Okay, thing. well, okay, well, then that's not a bad, you get a no press. That's, that's, that's the comic book equivalent of you figured something out that they didn't give you the answer to. Yeah. In a way that makes sense. That's, I, that's sort of how I took it. Was uh, although, I'll just, comic book geek in me has to point out Cyclops there is a reason why his powers don't function and that's because as a child again not, not in movies but in the comics there was a childhood trauma he was thrown out of a, of a plane with his, with his brother and they are both packed into one parachute and then they kind of they ended up hitting like the side of a cliff or something and he had a lot of head injury oh, okay. and so it kind of damaged the part of his mind that would have controlled his abilities so sometimes there's future versions of him or sorry alternate reality versions where he can control his powers Yeah, okay. Uh, but that he lost that kind of control center with a with a head injury, with a with a bad head trauma. Okay, which would suck if it's that easy to disrupt a, a mutant's powers. At least he has the rest of his functions. Like he's not brain dead or anything. Yeah, he's not. He's not brain dead. He's he, he still which has probably cognitive. all right. It's yeah, like, and he's alive. That's the better way to go, I guess. Yeah. With that. Um, I'm trying to think of other things in the future that I really enjoyed. I mean, the Sentinels were, were formidable. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, it was interesting. Like, it was a, we find out later on that they've been built off of Mystique's DNA, right? So yeah. they were able to. That was absorb. a clever idea of showing something that happened in the past that would be. It would make sense what what would eventually lead to their. Yeah, their they're able goal. to absorb the others' abilities, like the mutants that they're fighting, so that mm-hmm. they can destroy them, right? Which is kind For of sure. interesting. Very interesting. A, an interesting way to go about it too. I mean, it makes sense. You use a shapeshifter as kind of the key. Um, For sure. Yeah. Interesting. It was good. You didn't get that much of the future. Like we cut in once in a while. Like I mean, overall we probably had what I don't know, about a half hour, maybe less than probably less than half an hour. Yeah, of, of the future, right? So, but I mean, again, it was it was fast paced exposition. It was kind of like we got to do this. We got to send yeah. them back in time. Now it's cool. We got the hover chair. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, like Xavier finally had the hover chair. Yeah, a little of the MacGuffin though is 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 
Other I than Xavier being alive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like those Kitty Pride sending people through time. Yeah, um, I would say that was a bit weird because it's like she's never had that ability like, cause before. Because in but... the, her first appearance in X three, she had the only ability she had was to r- run through walls. Yeah, now, which we see again, which, which was kind of cool because she grabbed Bishop. And yeah, well, they definitely use those powers, right? Now, what, what I thought was interesting that they didn't utilize at all and didn't show is that she technically should be the most powerful mutant against those versions of the Sentinels, and because in the comics, and she's always had the ability that when she phases through te- te- technology. It shorts it out. Oh, okay. So theoretically, I mean, I guess it's not hard to assume that at some point they would have encountered her and then come up with countermeasures to protect her against her abilities. But technically speaking, she should be one of the most helpful to just run through just sentinels run through? and disrupt yeah. them. That being said, she's never had powers. These ones almost seem not as mechanical like the ones in the future. Like they almost seem sort of organic. They seem more like T one thousand style. Like they had it like more like a, like a, like a less robotic. Yeah, they were less robotic. They were more sort of their, their AI functions seem more advanced yeah. uh, their their bodies seem much more malleable uh, yeah, like again they, could, they more fluid. transform a little bit like it's a, so a little bit more T-1000-ish yeah and more kind of impervious to regular physical harm yeah it was uh, kind of interesting like for sure no it was um, so now Kitty has the ability to shoot energy out of her hands and yeah, she stimulate send... someone's consciousness and send them back in time which is an extremely specific Mutant power. That's true, yeah. It's like the whole thing hinges on the... Yeah. Now, that being said, if you go back to read the original comics, it still doesn't make sense how they're ever able to send anyone's consciousness back through time. They have a telepath to it. Never really yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, I you kind of go with it, but like I, I, I buy it more that a telepath could somehow do it than someone using an ability we've never heard of before, never seen before, and we're just kind of letting them do it because she's a named character. Like the, it really could have been anyone. It could be character X. I, would have, I honestly thought it would have been Xavier, to be honest, to, to, to do, do it. it but Why not? I mean, you don't you don't need it to be Kitty Pride. I like, was surprised that they went with Kitty Pride, but I don't know. Whatever, it worked for me. It was well, okay. I guess it was it was you know to you know have that idea that there's some sort of peril that you know he's going to go berserk and he he cuts her and oh no like what's going to happen yeah that was kind of dumb i thought a little it's bit kind of cheesy you know if you i wanted it to be anyone you should at least be have it be rogue who's already had that happen to her before yeah like multiple so, times i guess it was just yeah that was a bit dumb like that they didn't restrain him mm-hmm. thinking that that could happen possibly yeah like, speaking of rogue not present in the body of the film, more or less. No, nah, she just gets a little cameo at the now, end. they've cut out her scene. They've kind of mentioned what it was. That she she went somewhere. I forget exactly where, but like she had a whole subplot. That she actually went on like oh, an really? adventure. Like, and then I think she was supposed to die. And, oh, wow. And they're kind of like, well, there's no... It, it, it kind of it messed with the flow. So yeah. hopefully that'll be deleted soon. Or, or a series yeah, of Yeah, it'd be alright to see that. I think, I, I think if it, she alone had a subplot, it would have been kind of weird, I think. I do think that they probably made the right decision because I think having any more flashbacks to the, the you know, future present didn't make, make a lot of sense. Now, my question is, was it, in that initial opening sequence with, like, the, with Patrick Stewart, like, yeah. voiceover, there was one guy that's, like, getting out of... The mutant camp there. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Who was that supposed to be? Do you know? I don't know. And the other thing was, who was like the X Men that he uncovered? Because there was like just the belt sort of, but yeah. it looked like the body was there. I was thinking maybe we would get that Wolverine shot of, yeah. you know, the the adamantium Wolverine, like yeah, just the skeleton. The skeleton yeah. I thought maybe that was like in further in the future, and, uh, okay. but we never actually go no. back to that at all. It's no. just, I guess, a dead X Men. 
I guess sort so. of set up like the peril that's going on. Kinda. I mean, I mean, in the in the original, like you might remember this from the. Animated I'm just thinking series. maybe there was a cut scene there of some sort. Maybe or something was cut out there. Yeah, because like in the animated series, there was that shot of uh, them kind of going through the graveyard, and then like you see all the different. Right. Si- yeah, yeah, that's all right. The I names, like that, Cyclops, yeah. Jubilee. Uh, I don't think it was Jubilee, but like all the different names and all the years when they died. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and that's kind of a classic kind of idea, and they kind of did that in the original comic as well. So why not do that again? Well, yeah, I guess here the, the idea was cool. that there was no time to bury anybody, so because things are happening pretty quick. Like. Absolutely, yeah. It's, but now speaking of the original storyline and things, I thought we would see homage, which we didn't. We didn't see. Uh, well, uh, the first shot of the original Days of Future Past storyline was Kitty Pryde running down an alleyway. Kind of got her running with Bishop, but like not quite. The yeah, iconic. It, was a, it was action based. Though, it would have right? been interesting if we just started with her running, but we didn't get that. That's that's fine. I'm not nitpicky about that. I'm more upset, not upset, but there's the classic scene um, that's on the cover of I guess what X Men 141, which is Wolverine in front of a um, a poster of all the, the X Men who've been apprehended. Yeah, it's like a slain. wall, right? It's is there wall. like a spotlight on him? Is I, that what it it's is? It's kind of like a spotlight. Yeah, yeah, it almost looks like a spotlight yeah. like, from a Sentinel. And it's him and K- Kitty Pride, and it's extremely eye catching. Yeah, I mean, especially if you think about it, it's 1981. The new X-Men had been around for, what, three or four years. They were really starting to pick up steam. It was really becoming a popular book. Dark Phoenix Saga had just happened. You get this cover, and it has all the X-Men are saying that they're dead, and yeah. Wolverine's old, and you got Kitty Pryde there. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm surprised they didn't use that anywhere for any images to promote the film. Because, I mean, why not? It's, yeah, no, that's true. It's a, like, I didn't necessarily need it in the movie, but I thought the absence of it in, in any marketing... And then absence of it in the movie just felt very weird. Yeah, because it's so iconic. Like, I mean, you know it. You know the image. Yeah, no, I, I know the image. Yeah, and you, a... and you don't read comics, but you know it. Like, it's, yeah. it's in the that con- kind of consciousness. Yeah, it is like, kind of surprising that they didn't try to at least incorporate it in the marketing. For sure. Now, also, they didn't have a shot of again. It's functionally would have been very difficult to do because Wolverine was so prominent and being the one sent back in time but originally because it was Kitty Pride in the comics sent back in time they were able to use Wolverine and just kill him and yeah. get him fried by a gigantic sentinel and then you see a skeleton we didn't obviously couldn't get that and yeah. although what you brought up would have been cool if we actually saw like a potential future to the future we're watching like that would have been kind of yeah they could have done it like, uh, that's sort of what I thought we were going to get at there when he like yeah. covered the X-Men but it's, uh, we didn't we, we didn't really see much other than that no. so that's it I guess that was sort of that was just present time, I guess. Yeah, it. and it wasn't anything else. It's, Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, I understand why they had to use Wolverine as kind of the linchpin character. He's the one that works the best, given his age, yeah. given where they were in the future. I mean, it also comes down to, ultimately, that it's very different in, in, in the movies because we don't really have a present at all. We have a future Yeah, it's always been in the near future, yeah. You know, whereas the original comics, like, you were reading it and it was now, and then when they did Days of Future Past, you had the future, whereas here we've we already had the future is kind of what our prime timeline was, and then we were just filling in the blanks with the prequels. Yeah. So it's it's weird to kind of then change it, whereas before it was just preventing the future. Now it's preventing the other three films. Yeah, well, yeah, you're eliminating X-Men's 1, 2, and 3, essentially. And potentially X-Men Origins Wolverine parts of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because this yeah, takes that, place that, before. That gets, yeah. And Wolverine, completely. Yeah, which is kind of weird, too. Which is yeah. a really good movie that's now never happened. 
Which is okay. I'm okay with it. Because, I mean, I, I know, and they're kind of trying to say, and it's kind of cool from a storytelling perspective, the idea that there are ripples and there are certain things that are going to happen in a certain way regardless. Yeah. Uh, but some things could be avoided and whether or not that's true. And well, I guess Wolverine's the only one that remembers now Yeah, that, that history, right? Yeah, Everything sure. else has changed. Now, my I guess my question is, like, is was there a point to doing that? Because are we really going to get a lot more X-Men movies with the original cast. Like, Well, yeah, well, I think we're going to get one, right? Apocalypse? Maybe not, because they've kind of said that it's in the 80s. People, oh, really? They've kind of come out and said, we've done the 60s movie, we've done the 70s, now we're going to do an 80s movie. My That's only problem with that is that to have a character like Apocalypse, who's one of the biggest X-Men villains there is, even though he's relatively recent, he was only introduced in the mid-80s, um, he, if he's going to anchor a film as a villain, well, he's pretty destructive. But to get to such a happy place in the, let's say, 2020 or 2023, yeah, it couldn't be that bad. So it's almost like they're shooting their kneecaps out a bit because... Well, yeah, because now we know who survives, I guess, through that timeline. Yeah. That's how they're going to do it. That yeah. being said, I mean, there's not that many characters that they can just introduce new characters for Apocalypse. Because, I mean, we know Beast has to survive. And we know that the other ones who eventually become X-Men, who are X-Men in the early 2000s, will survive. Yeah. But there could still be a whole other class. That's true. Yeah, there could be more that we just haven't seen yet. There's, like, a, there's a lot of X-Men that we haven't seen. So. For, for sure. And there's a lot we just don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a weird monkey in the room. Elephant in the room. Sorry, not monkey. I don't know where I came up with that. That, you know, now it's hard to know... What's, yeah, we have matters. a happy ending, but now we're going to get not gonna get a blanks. happy ending. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it is kind of weird. And it's just weird to have these characters... I don't know... I don't know. I, I want to see them do more things with them now that we kind of have them set up to a certain point. point. Yeah. And I, I'm well, so apparently Hugh Jackman's only going to do two more, right? From the they're sounds, saying, of they're it. saying that they're going to do one more X Men. Yeah. And then he's going to do one more now, standalone how, Wolverine. But to go back to that though, if they're doing a, if what they've said in interviews is correct, and Apocalypse yeah. is in the '80s, well, Wolverine's not an X Man yet. No, I mean, but he could be there. How? Well, I mean, I don't know. That's the I guess the other thing too is he could become an X Men earlier now. He could I, become an X Men in the eighties. Yes, what's it? I mean, because he now he's met Xavier, right? He's Is met that... them twice. Like he met them. Well, kind of met them at the bar when he told them that off. And then now he's well. Now he knows Xavier in the past, and Xavier kind knows of, him. Xavier knows him though. Xavier knows him for sure. Yeah, and that's going to be because he of... remembers. He said, "I remember everything until seventy three. So yeah. until he gets pulled out of the water, he didn't. He didn't remember that in the future." So yeah. we don't know. We don't know what happens from seventy three to twenty twenty three. No, that's what we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what happens at all. Yes. technically, we don't know what happens to any of the other characters. He's anymore got two either. timelines in his head. Yeah, like his timeline sort of goes like. See two, that bugged me too. Two though. days of future past, like to twenty twenty three of his time, and then goes back to seventy three. And yeah. then my problem here is and that then he doesn't remember after they, that. They they want us. To go along with the ride and not know what's happening, and, and they they use Wolverine as a perspective character to do that. Yeah. However, they establish the rules early on that he's going to remember both. He will know both timelines. Yeah. Yet when he wakes up, he seems totally confused. When by the rules they've already established, he shouldn't be confused. He shouldn't. What do you mean su- when he wakes up the first time? Sorry, when he wakes up at the end of the movie. Oh, at the end of the movie. Yeah. He shouldn't be surprised because he has two timelines kicking around his head. But when you wake up in the morning, you're a little confused. You don't know where you are all the time. So it's just... Well, yeah, he doesn't remember happened when anything. he went back in time. It took him a few minutes to, like, assess his surroundings and figure out what was going on. Well, more because he was in a different situation, not because of the memory... Well, 
he always he's always had a spotty memory, right? Which they've never really addressed either. Well, two bullets so in the back of the head. So it makes sense that when he woke up in the future, he'd be a little spotty. But why doesn't he remember any of the future? He should remember the future. It's not back to the future. Like, we've established the rules that he will remember. They didn't say he'd remember. They said you're the only one who remembers the old future. But they also said you'll... Well, didn't they say that he'll remember the new one as it happened? No, they said you're the only one who will remember this future. It is kind of weird, though, because he woke up in 73. How does he not remember anything from 73? Like, he just jumped ahead to 2023? It is sort of weird, yeah. Like 50 years ago. How much do you remember from 50 years ago? Well, hold on. At which, at, which, at which point do you not remember that he doesn't well, remember? Well, he, he seems to, like, remember his original timeline. Yes. And then he goes back to 73. Yes. So he remembers 73, but then he doesn't remember after he was in the water when he was drowning. That's, like, the last thing I he think remembers, he, right? Oh, yeah. He says that. That's uh, the last so. thing I remember. So what, how does he not remember 73 to 2023 of the new timeline? Well, I guess maybe it is Back to the Future rules. I guess. You change it and you don't know it because you didn't live it. Yeah, because he didn't. Yeah, and you're 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 outside of that. And I mean, there's enough X Men comics and X Men TV shows that would continue to support that. So yeah, I so guess he, he just doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. So he's got 50 years. He doesn't know. So he doesn't know. Maybe he. Did, I'm surprised they didn't have him pop his claws just once. Well, I was surprised so that we about would that know. Too. Yeah, what's going are on? Are they metal? Are they bone? We don't know either way. Yeah, well, there's not more that that the ma- next movie. No, not the, that the next matters anyway. Said, next movie said in the 80s. Why? Because they said it's in the 80s. Oh, sorry. They said. The director. It's kind of interesting that they're going with period pieces on all these. Like, I kind of like that. I, 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 I thought it was good. Like, 73, I thought it was kind of a neat timeline to throw it into. So, uh, yeah. It's, I liked... Uh, I liked that the previous one was the 60s. I honestly... Cool. I'm glad that uh, the, the you know kind of cure for the spinal injury uh, was not... Because it seemed like it, like it looked like he was just shooting up with drugs. Right, right. As a way right. of like suppressing his powers, I'm like that's a little dark. Yeah, no. They, well, it was to make him walk, right? He yeah. was able to walk. With but I'm that. glad it wasn't like heroin or something. Like when he's like, yeah. At th- first, I thought he because it looks a like he's addict. getting yeah. it ready, right? And you're yeah. like, and he already looks super disheveled and like you know, yeah. kind of beat nicked out. But it sort of is his heroin in a way, right? Oh, absolutely. For him, like it's shutting it's out his all, way to all shut the noise, out right? Everything, so, yeah. For him, it's you know, it's just as addictive, obviously, because he's been doing it for a while, yeah. right? The, the movie definitely did kind of make you ask questions, and then it gave. Well, me I answers. remember seeing in the trailer that he was walking, but then at one point he was in the wheelchair, and that really confused me. Yeah, so, like it made like so it, they have him walking, and he's like, and then they're mentioning like, oh, I won't have my powers at this time, and you're which kinda is like, kind of cool that like he he's giving up one thing for another, which, and it does give Xavier a very definite arc. Yeah, like, he has to overcome, and Magneto has an arc as well. It's a little less defined. Because yeah, he's kind of the same. Like, nothing, he doesn't really change. No, he doesn't. He always ends up reverting to, like, I need to, like, what's it? Which is kind of cool because he's a single minded villain in that yeah. sense. Like, he's intelligent, but he's also very single minded and focused on his mission. Yeah. Which is always in his head is to protect mutants. Mystique, like, he was willing to kill Mystique in this. Yeah, absolutely. To protect the future, yeah. right? From which is interesting. Being the fu- yeah, which was a cool uh, idea, actually. And Mystique herself, I mean completely different character than the first three movies. I mean, she has a personality. Well, that was the other thing I thought was kind of funny, which is, again, another one of these weird holes, is that Patrick Stewart, or, like, Xavier in, in the X-Men, like, 1, 2, and 3, he doesn't seem to give two rat's asses about no, Mystique at all. Like, not at all. It's a, There's no familial connection. But yeah, but, and then in this one, he's like, oh, we grew up as, a, as kids, right? Yeah. And it's all, only because well, of first theori- class. Well, theoretically, though, by the time X-Men 1 happens, it's almost 40 years. That's true. 
That's so, true. But he doesn't mention her at all, like, in 1, 2, and 3. But no, it's, but... Which is kind of weird. Again, Wolverine doesn't mention anything about Sabretooth, and he should remember. That's true, too, yeah. But again, Especially it's because these things are done in... we've never seen his memory get, quote-unquote, fixed or restored yet in That's Wolverine. That's true, yeah. He remembers the 40s pretty easily. Yeah, no, that was a bit weird, too. Because, again, that was another one of those stupid things that pissed me off in uh, Origin was the way they, like, made it so that he lost his memory was the two bullets. Yeah, the but then the they didn't actually. Kind but of then go in X Men One, they do a full body scan, and it's like, oh, he's forgotten his memories, and well, Gene he, doesn't mention the two he, bullet holes. But, in but the even back after of the bullets, he saw things and did things in X Men Origins Wolverine. Like just after that happened, that kind of didn't make sense either. Yeah, no, it's true. But I'm just saying, like, it's funny how, like, and obviously it's because they were done out of order. But yeah, you know, the, the but two bullet more head. care should have. I mean, X Men Origins Wolverine should have been a nice way to piece something into a tapestry that already existed. Yeah. Instead, we saw they really screwed up. That young, was one of the worst. Young Emma Frost, kind of, and young yeah. Cyclops, and you know characters like that. And then, in, actually, in this movie, we have characters who show up for like a scene and then are gone. Like Havoc was gone. Yeah, it's like, true. He was an like an important character in the last movie, and I liked him. He was cool. Yeah. And here, I thought he was going to have a big part to play. Instead, he got on a plane and left. It was like a cameo. Yeah. It was a weird cameo to have. And like, it was kind of weird that they brought Toad into it. Like. Yeah, what was, was the point cameo, of that? It was, it was a cameo as well. Yeah. Right? Like, it was sort of strange. It's kind of a weird thing to even have to set up, because was anyone wondering, like, man, Toad's been gone since X-Men 1. I want him back. Like, yeah. No one cared enough about the character. If anything, I wanted Sabretooth back at some point. Yeah, no, it's true. And it would have been cool, like you said, to have cleared up why Wolverine couldn't remember properly. Like, yeah. Or what happened to Sabretooth that made him a mindless beast. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, I guess it's one of those we've produced these out of order, you know, just sort of but skim over those details. It, you know, right? it's just like in comics, though. I mean, they, they, they create these things all over the place. They kind of retcon it in a way. But right? then you have an editor, and the editor's job is to make sure things make sense within continuity. No, absolutely. And if you're not doing your job, then you end up with a weird, like, kind of misshapen continuity that you have all sorts of weird things happening yeah. that don't quite have, make a lot of sense. That's what happened here. I'm still liking the movie. I'm not slagging it. I'm just. No, absolutely. The more think, you look at it, the more you're like, well, there's The more holes. you think about it, there are quite a, quite a few holes, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't sort of add up. And, Though it was and like, Magneto just kind of left at the end. Yeah, he goes off on his own, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, so I guess the What's idea... What's to stop him from killing everyone like, the, the next day? Yeah. Oh, look, I got my helmet back, or I made a new one, like... Doesn't he take the helmet, or... I don't it? think he did. I think he flew off, and it was Without like, it? Yeah, because yeah. the, the helmet was right there, they too. They probably would have stopped him. I guess. If he if he touched the helmet, I mean, Xavier probably would have... The helmet was different, too. It wasn't this... quite the same. It wasn't the, like, red with, like, the... The little horn. The little horn, out, yeah. like, sticking Which out. Which we saw last time. yeah. So was a, which was kind of strange too that they changed the helmet yet again I did appreciate that they at least did pay lip service to the fact that the people from Mech First Class are dead yeah I know that was cool because that, like, that well, really it was kind of shitty the, but at the same it, time it's shitty but I mean at least the they addressed those characters absolutely because yeah. they never as we just said with Toad that, and Sabretooth what, uh, ha, um, Banshee and Banshee's Angel, dead right? Angel's dead Azazel's dead Emma's dead presumably yeah 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 uh, and they were all dissected, and I mean, yeah, by kinda, Trask, right? yeah, which is interesting. Again, we should mention him. We haven't really talked about him at all. Trask is the villain, yeah. yeah. Although he he was interesting because he wasn't really that much of a villain. No, he wasn't really much of a villain. He I mean, he, he had a, he had a legitimate villain. like argument in a way. He did. It's I like, mean, so his, did his whole thing was uh, that uh, what's that? These mutants, you know, are more dangerous than the Vietnam War, and yeah. that's like that's we, the next we need war to be that we have to fight for. Yeah, right? we need to be prepared. So he was trying to sell it to the Americans. They turned him down. Then he tried to sell it to the Vietnamese, yeah. but then Mystique showed up and him, yeah. screwed it up. Absolutely, and that was what's that? so. Yeah, people have been exposed because of that. 
like in this in the seventies now. Mm-hmm. They've been exposed to mutants more so than than before than the where, original because I mean the first movie kind of well didn't start because it started in the forties, but the first movie did start with like a Senate hearing, right, about mutant registration. So right, yeah. So it, it had been enough. some time, but it said it was the near future too. The near so future. Was, we don't actually know when that took place. Yeah. So that well, I mean the movie actually came out in two thousand. So I'm thinking that couldn't have been much far like. Yeah. 2005, 2010. Yeah, like, and then each movie just a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first three are sort of pretty close together. Not yeah. Not that much time between Because he goes to, like, Alkali Lake and then he comes back. Yeah. And she dies and she hasn't been dead very long. Yeah. And then, so they're, oh, those are those three are pretty close together. Yeah. So it could be, like, 2010 and then what's a... And then we're seeing, like, this is 2023. Yeah. Although, by the time Wolverine happens, it's been a couple of years. That's true, too, yeah. Since he kills so, Jean because he left the school... And then two years after that, or a, yeah, because uh, I guess well, the, uh, the recent Wolverine was the first one we've seen since three yeah, in the timeline. Right? Exactly. So I mean, that was a year or so after he killed Gene, and then that the end of that movie then skips what a year or two years to when he's then uh, found by yeah, Xavier. that's right. They they gave a timeline there, didn't they? They I said did. It, I think it was like a year or two. Yeah, I think it was a year or two. Basically, yeah. opening up the idea that if they wanted to do a Wolverine story, that in could there, fit they in could, there, yeah, because him and uh, Amik, uh, Yukio yeah. could have an adventure, yeah. And then at some point, I guess he ditches her, or she dies. Yeah, and at some point he gets gray in the hair. I like that. That was Again, cool. That's to, a classic to touch the, to the comics, but yeah, it's, it's it, kind of funny. It was a nice little touch. I mean, by then he's over what 180 years old. Yeah, no, so, it was cool that he had the cool little, like the like little I've, I've never been a big fan of them making him that old. Like he's supposed to be born in like I think the 1890s, 1880s. Well, wasn't he in Origin? He fought in the. Didn't he fight in the Civil War? I thought there were shots of him fighting in like. Yeah, the but Civil he's War. like born in late 1800s. But then the Civil War was 18, 1860. 1850s to 1860s so there's no way that's possible was he in the Civil War? yeah pretty sure in, in X-Men Origins Wolverine they showed him it because they fought, showed him fighting in multiple wars yeah no I remember that but what's a well we have to look at it because there's a clear date as to when he's when when however he however old because he's mm-hmm. like 6 or 7 years old right when we first see him yeah maybe a little older 8 or 9 that might be true it's a, but it's a they had a specific date there and it was 18 something I thought it was late 1800s hmm. but if it's the Civil War yeah that doesn't make sense no, it wouldn't make sense at all. Though it's... that was kind of funny that he is the history teacher, yeah. In the, uh, in well, the timeline, that makes perfect sense. He's yeah, because he's the lived most. it, so it's a uh, absolutely. Though he can't remember the last fifty years, yeah. So which kind of sucks. Maybe he doesn't remember anything since seventy three. I wonder if they're gonna find a way to fix that or not. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, if they're gonna set the new movie in the eighties, I guess that's the idea, right? Mm. You'll, you'll probably see Wolverine, right? Um, just as I'm, I'm looking around to get information on when that happened, uh, it also just looks like uh, so X Men Apocalypse is the next film. It's coming out May twenty seventh, twenty sixteen. So we've got two years okay. until the next one. Uh, it will take place in the eighties. Uh, it's gonna be more on the origin of mutants, more of a first class sequel. Uh, that's according to Brian Singer. So this was. Bringing a close to kind of the original, uh, yeah, characters. yeah. Because uh, I, I, I guess you won't probably, we probably won't see the future, or if yeah. anything, we'll see like small cameos, yeah, of um, the future. Looks like we've got uh, McAvoy coming back, Fassbender, so that's Xavier and Magneto, uh, Holt, who's uh, Beast, Lawrence, obviously as Mystique, uh, Jackman, more more Wolverine. Uh, yeah. I don't know who Peters and Fan are by last name. Uh, apparently, there's also gonna be younger versions of Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. As kids, and then Channing Tatum. Oh, fuck, really? As, as Gambit. Oh, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I but... mean, we already had a Gambit in and around yeah, the 80s. Which doesn't matter anymore. 
No. Well, again, maybe, maybe not, right? We don't know how the whole adamantium thing happened. Yeah. So that's the thing that kind of leaves open, is that... It leaves Sabretooth a whole is, new sort of origin to Wolverine. Sabretooth is still out there, and him and uh, Sabretooth, uh, him and Wolverine are not on bad terms yet. Yeah, no, it, I mean... It leaves a whole... It's, it's kind of cool, because it sort of opens up the possibility of, like... You know, they've cleaned the slate a bit. Yeah, like, so. because, I mean, you could easily have Sabretooth back now, because Sabretooth has... Nothing's happened to him. He's He's gone a little bit mental... But him and Wolverine haven't had that fateful, you know, wherever they were in, like, what, Africa or something? Yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. So that hasn't happened yet, uh, presumably, which means he, Wolverine hasn't met Silver Fox, hasn't... Yeah, none uh, of that's happened. None of, none of it's happened, so... Yeah, or at least none of it's happened the way we remember Yeah, it, so, so I'm okay with it being a different person playing Gambit, because yeah, no, Gambit, no, no, as we knew him, didn't exist. It's just kind of funny. I wonder if the other directors are like, damn that Brian Zinger for wiping all our shit out. I don't know if they care. It's kind of funny, though, because he basically wipes out everybody else's work. He does. Including his own. But at the same time, like, those movies, none of the movies, they all stand on the backs of the previous six movies. No, I know. It is. It's kind of funny, though. Well, maybe less so Wolverine, because... That was absolute shit. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I meant the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the one significant thing that happened there is totally undone, because he has his bone claws, uh, sorry, his metal claws back, so... That well, was the, yeah, no, the big well, thing that happened at the end of that movie that was to change the character, and then they take it away. Take it away. Yeah, I think again it was kind of weird. They could have just kept the bone claw, and then yeah, I don't know. Understand? Because I he don't did, know why they had fight. to make. Yeah, he didn't fight. They didn't need to have him metal claws on him. No, not and he, it would have lined up nicer. And then he would have just had the metal claws back. Or well, no, I guess he would. He has the bone claws in the past. Yes, yeah, so so which I, I thought was a, a fun touch that a bunch of times, like him even fighting the Sentinels, he's like, I can't do anything to him because he doesn't have the metal. Yeah, yeah. Him being able to walk through a metal detector and being like, oh, this is yeah, great. that's right. Yeah, he he forgets that he he doesn't have metal in his body anymore. It's, it's, so yeah, it was, yeah, it's kind of neat. Interesting touches for sure. Yeah, like that was just a weird decision to have him have claws again in the future. Yeah, as, 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 and as we said, it, it didn't seem or, to sorry, make, metal claws. It didn't seem to make a difference. Yeah, it looks like in the movie he was born in 1845. Okay, eight, okay. So actually, that doesn't even make sense either because they make it, they show him fighting in the Civil War, but that means he was 15 years should... old fighting in the Civil War. No, well then it can't be the Civil War. Then. But they even mention. Do they really? Yeah. They, well, then they fucking don't know their cause, history because they show him one. fighting in the American Civil War. They show him fighting in both World Wars. I, yeah, they I remember him, him fighting, in both World actually, Wars. Actually, come back a second. They show him in Vietnam. Yeah, they do. So how is he not in Vietnam right now? In this movie that takes place in, what, say, 73? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, I get, I get yeah. Speaking of, it's 1973 where him and him and Victor are targeted by the um, assassination squad. So I'm, I, this is a 2009 movie, so I know we're going back five years. I'm just looking at it. But never they, they're selected to be executed and they're fired on, but then they don't die. Remember this? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're talking origin. We'll we're talking origin. origin. Yeah. And then Stryker approaches them while they're in military custody in 1973 in Vietnam. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's a, so they've so I mean it's just interesting because this movie did it explicitly. Because he woke take, up in New York too, right? Yeah. And did this movie explicitly take place in 73? Yeah, yeah, it's 73. So that's what what the hell? Like, has he already met Stryker? He couldn't have met Stryker. Stryker should maybe be, it's earlier in 73 or something. Maybe the, those. But Stryker are, should be in Vietnam. He shouldn't be doing all this other stuff for. Well, France. Vietnam's happening though because he, yeah. he's in. And actually, sorry, he was in Vietnam. Yeah, he was briefly. in Vietnam. Yeah. So it's a little. Yeah, it throws off the whole thing in there. When too. they have specific dates in a in a franchise, someone should pay attention. That's all I'm asking. No, that's true. It's a, you would think someone ha- would have that job to 
to sort of fix that. Yeah, because I mean, at some point he has to join Team X. But uh, well, the other thing anymore. I guess you could think of is that maybe he was on his way to Vietnam or something, and mm-hmm. then because of these events, he's yeah. gone. Now, a what's route. nice is that now that technically speaking, X Men Origins Wolverine is totally un- unwritten. Uh, Deadpool can go back being whoever he wants. To yeah, be. well, yeah, it literally wipes the slate clean for pretty much everything except for first class. Although I only hope that when we do eventually someday maybe get a Deadpool movie, that he still references it because he breaks the fourth wall. He can be like, "Man, like I'm glad I, I don't have my mouth taped shut anymore." Oh wait, yeah. that didn't happen anymore. Oh wait, yeah, no, that's true. That's before it. the reboot. It is. It's so weird. It's like it, it's a weird fucking with time, but. Absolutely. Um, we didn't we haven't even talked a lot about like what actually happens in the past. So well, I guess the idea is that what's it? Uh, the whole thing, the whole setup is Mystique is going to be. I like that she was a very central role. Yeah, she was pretty much. I would think that she was sort of the main character in the sense that she drives the plot somewhat more than and, others. Like what's yeah. it? Like it's her actions that everybody's reacting to her. What now, she again, does, right? That is true from the comics as well. Yeah, uh, she has a new Brotherhood of Evil mutants that uh, kills Robert Kelly, who we recognized from the oh, first right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so because of her actions it ends up creating you know the, the, the land of the Sentinels in the future so I like that she was still the inciting incident yeah because at this point her and uh, and she was badass here her, yeah no she was great actually she had more a lot badass of... than she was before I mean, she was still badass in the original trilogy like they did a lot of physical stuff with her but yeah. not to this extent yeah I know she was more physical Like, had and more, how much of that action. was her and how much of it was her like stunt double I, uh, I don't know What's it? but either way it looked good on screen yeah, absolutely um, but yeah it she was spent great. a lot of time in naked body paint yeah that's good. Uh, I'm not complaining, by the way. But I'm just going to the plot. So it was like ten years that they were apart, right? Her and um, and Magneto. Yeah. And Magneto was imprisoned in the Pentagon. Yeah. Because he had, or they he accused him of of, uh, of killing JFK, right? Yeah. But he said he was saving JFK because he was. And a that's mutant. kind of left open to interpretation. Was he really being honest with Charles there? Yeah. Well, it was sort of left. Was open. that before he knew that Charles didn't have his powers? Because uh, that it. would be telling as well. I think it was after he knew. Yeah, it was after he so knew. So you don't really know if he's lying or not. Yeah, you don't know if he's lying or not, whether he was saving him or killing him. And it's interesting, too, because, I mean... I'm going with he was trying to save him. Yeah, and it does support the theory of people not understanding mutants and persecuting them for what they think they're doing as opposed to what they've actually done. Because, uh, you know, he the, the unjustness of it all. Because yeah. he hasn't done anything wrong, he was trying to protect someone else, but because they perceived a threat, he was taken out and then imprisoned unfairly. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is kind of neat, like, because of the other movies, it was always presidents, like, uh, that we have never seen before, right? Because yeah. it was in the near future. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, now we have Nixon in this one. Yeah, we've got Nixon. Because it's going with established and, history, And we've mentioned, right? uh... And yeah, JFK. JFK. So it's kind of funny that, like, the presidents are real people. Like, it's kind of neat in that sense. For sure. Because they're putting it into our timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Magneto's powers... You know, this is just a nitpick, and this is ever since they've had Magneto. It, sometimes he feels very depowered. Like, yeah. Like it takes... He has to put up his hands a certain way, or like that type of stuff. Whereas he lifts like, an entire stadium. Which is cool. <laughs> it is cool. It's visually awesome, yeah. It's visually awesome, but... But I, it's like, how is he able to do that? Yeah, yeah. I almost want to see some sort of... Uh, special effect like in the like, again comics and and uh, you know video games TV shows you they always have some sort of like blue energy or some sort of energy effect right I kind of wish they would have used that like I know it it kind of would take you out of it probably because it doesn't look right yeah I mean you don't see magnetic force right yeah so and it, like I would like to see him actually using like a like a shield like he shields himself all the time in the comics yeah but he never does it in the, in the movies 
Yeah, no, it's they true. never represent it, and then like him getting like the future version of him getting gutted could never happen. I mean, if you well, it could, but I mean, if you have like the force field to show. I guess the up, idea there was that he had so much coming at him that he was, you know, he was and he's focusing freaking on old. Yeah, and he was old, and he was focusing on so many things that he let one slip. Sort of like thing. I know Xavier's old, but like he doesn't. He wears it better. Oh no! Yeah, well, yeah, and plus, I mean, the other thing is too is uh, Magneto's like uh, older than him even. Yeah. Right? Because I don't think older. they're the same age. He's got a, a few years on him for sure, right? Because he was how old when he was in World well, War II well, in the well, concentration camp? Like maybe 10? Yeah, he's got to be around 10 that. to 14. Yeah. Let's maybe say a little four, older. Let's was, say he was 14. That puts him about 1930 he was born, which which would fit because then in 61, which is when first class took place, he'd be 31 years old. Yeah, okay, that works. But yeah. Xavier looks maybe 25 to 30 at the same point because he was a PhD, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got to be in his like mid so, to late. So 30s. he's probably born sorry, around 20s. around thirty five, let's say. That puts him at being twenty six when first class happens. Yeah, so, which I think works. So that only makes him about five years younger than a Magneto. Yeah, I guess that's it. I'm just. He seems older though. Like I wonder what McCowan their age just is. looks a lot older. Yeah, uh, I don't know so. how old McCowan is, but I think that's probably what it is. He just visually, he looks like a much older man. Yeah, like I like, guess Patrick Stewart ha- has aged pretty well. Well, except for that one time when they used the... Was it X-Men Origins Wolverine where he looked really creepy? Like yeah, because they G- tried to de-age him with like CGI. Yeah, and it just looked really But I mean, bad. all the CGI in that movie was terrible. Again, it was a, how the hell did they screw up the claws in that movie? Like, they looked so bad and so fake. They found a way. Yeah, it was it was incredibly cheaply done. Like, Alright, Patrick Stewart is 73 years old right now. And Ian McKellen is... Drum roll, please. 75. He just looks a lot older. Yeah, I guess so. Good. He just looks. The other thing with haggard. Patrick Stewart, he looked really old in Nemesis. I know, and, that and was I know a long that they were sort ago. of going with a theme for that, like of him aging and getting like 2002? older. Two thousand two. Yeah, it's got to be around there. Yeah. So that's like eleven years ago. And I know, and he looks better now than he did in Nemesis in a way. So I, I wonder what was, they did with that. Like, yeah, did they put makeup on him to look like that? Because he looked like shit old, man. Like, like, he was like you know, and he keeps talking about being old in that movie. So he does. I did like the uh, the Star Trek uh, what's it, reference to the Naked Time that mm. the, yeah, it was playing on the, the TV yeah. when they were looking at the nice, news. It was a nice touch. That was pretty cool sure. to, uh, to have the uh, classic Star Trek in there. Um, so the I, I visually, I mean, readers won't know, uh, listeners won't know this, but uh, I just showed Tibor a picture of uh, Bishop from Bishop the Last X-Men um, uh, short-lived series from the late 90s, um, which is kind of the version that we got in the movie where he kind of has the dreads has like the red kind of um, the cape, like a scarf cape thing going on. Uh, again, uh, and then having like a little bit of body armor, and like, that's basically the bishop we got here, as yeah. opposed to the original, um, which is fine. We didn't, we didn't. Yeah, it was kind of cool that they dropped the leather X suits. Like they had more body armor like looking mm-hmm. suits in this one, which, which makes sense. Cool. I mean, it's yeah, um, and, and the, the past characters had no costumes at all. Not in this, yeah, because they the school had fallen apart. Like there yeah. was no, nothing left of that. I, I don't know how I felt about uh, having um, uh, Hank McCoy kind of kind of be like an X-Men version of the Hulk here. That he can go back and forth? Yeah, like he can kind of Hulk out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess theoretically the idea is that later on he's able to embrace his identity as a mutant, right? Right, I guess so, yeah. Um, so I guess because... Because he's using the same serum that, uh, what's it, uh, that he's giving to Xavier. He's giving to Xavier and he like, pumps himself full of it. Yeah, what's it? yeah, he does. How does that work, though? Because... Because he did he suppress himself that much at that point? Oh, because he so that then the mutant would think, the sentinel would think he was a human. 
Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And that's yeah. why he did it, to get out of that situation, which I guess makes sense. Yeah. Uh, question, again, X3 didn't happen, but at the end of X3, Bishop, uh, sorry, Beast did become like a, a special envoy to like the United Nations or something. Like he had a... Oh, that's or, right, yeah. He was like a presidential that. advisor or something. Like he had some sort of title. I guess now he doesn't. Well, again, what's it? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe he didn't need to take on that role because... It looks because like he's more a teacher at the school, right? It looks right? like he's, he's still a teacher. Yeah. He didn't go on and do something else. He didn't go into politics, possibly, yeah. No. Well, which was great, by the way, the Kelsey Grammer... Uh... Was it Kelsey Grammer? I'm pretty sure it was. It sounded just like him. I, yeah, it definitely sounded like him. I'm it wondering was, if it was... I'm pretty sure it was. Like, the, No, a... it looks like it was. Yeah, because that was a great little cameo. That's I a thought. lot of work for a cameo. Like, we're going to we're gonna put some prosthetics on you. And... No, it was cool, though. It was oh, a great we, little... No, absolutely. It was cool. I mean, the whole yeah. the whole sequence at the end where he kind of wakes up... I guess we should may, may as well get get to that and just yeah, talk about just it. just talk about it. it. So I it's mean, like he, Wolverine wakes up and, and... And all the toys are put back in, on the table. Basically. Yeah, like, I actually know. teared up a little when I saw Gina. I was like, yeah. that's, that's kind of nice. It was nice to see her, and she looked good. Yeah, it's a, it was cool that she was there, and like, you know, and you, like as soon as she was standing at the door and the other door was you closed. know Cyclops I knew Scott was going to be around the corner because but... that's basically what he, the, the function he had in X-Men and X-Men 1 and 2 is kind of the always kind of be the dick yeah who's just kind of in the way which I don't know if I like that because I like Cyclops as a character but in the movies they've given you so little to go on like he should be the X-Men like, oh that's true he's the leader always in the... especially in the comics he's always the first X-Men yeah, like, yeah he's yeah. absolutely not here in fact his brother or if they want to make him his dad or whatever they want Havoc to With be Havoc yeah you know, and like, and I wonder that. I wonder if they'll ever just say Havoc was his dad, or like some sort of. If they'll actually establish it, yeah. Because I mean, if we have a young Cyclops in the '80s, and I mean, Havoc was like a, a punk sixteen-year-old, eighteen-year-old. Let's say, let's say he was eighteen in nineteen sixty-one. Yeah. So that's like at least twenty years later. So now, I mean, he's old enough to have had a son. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it could work. What's it? But I mean, it was cool that they brought Scott back because again, we saw him die in, at the Phoenix Sand. Yeah. Well, we're, well, we didn't really see him die. We just saw his glasses floating This is there. true. Now, it's here's right. a question. So, the Phoenix could come out at any time. Yeah, the Phoenix may have that not being happened. Said, well, it probably hasn't happened. But also, the question is, like, oh, man, yeah, nothing's happened. Like, we don't know what any continuity is. Yeah, like, which is kind of cool. Like, like, is Stryker still alive? Yeah, we don't know. He could not be dead. Yeah. Now, I want to actually come back to Stryker. Because Alkali Lake may have not happened. Yeah, poor Stryker. Has the worst luck of any Yeah, he always gets screwed when mutants are around. Like, I really start to feel for him after a while because, like, he gets screwed over constantly. That was kind of cool that they brought the character like he's, in, Like, he's done nothing wrong yet. He, like, here he has actual no hatred for mutants. He's just doing his job. He's assisting Trask. He's, you know, he's a... Yeah, he's like a private military guy. Private right? military guy. Like, he, you know, he, he's done nothing wrong. He's not a bad guy. Yet he gets tased. He gets his ass kicked by Mystique. I mean, like, he's just constantly being brutalized here. Yeah, now you can sort of understand where he starts hating Yeah, I can see why he hates mutants now. I I think if I had that life, I might hate them too. Yeah. Um, Again, now, like, who who played, actually, him? Do you know? I don't know who that actor was, no. Uh, Actually, we should talk about the guy who, they were, they made a big deal about him being in it, and then they, he was barely in it, Uh, Quicksilver. Uh, That's true, it's it. Yeah, he was sort of, uh, like... Yeah, he was a new addition, but at the same time, he was there for, uh, you know, he had a cool scene. He had an awesome scene. It was fun. I mean, they like, used him to break out Magneto from the Pentagon. Yeah, like, I can see, like, he definitely had a really great scene. I just, I was expecting more, because, especially because there were so many opportunities, and I thought they might actually mention that he was his, he was Magneto's son, or there was a, a, a kind of a wink to it. Oh, I guess, did they mention that they were, like, 
they, they wink like, to it at all? Oh, definitely they winked at it. They're like, my, my mom knew a guy with magnet. Like, oh, magnet right, powers. yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So there, there was definitely a, a reference to that. Yeah, that's funny, actually, yeah. Uh, I'm just checking. Yeah, because basically outside of breaking... Magneto out, yeah. What's it? What did he do? Yeah, he didn't. He, well, he went he, back home, I guess, right? Yeah, he it? just went home. Um, I guess the idea was that his parents would probably miss him if he was gone, right? Yeah. So, so they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Now, what's interesting too is again, this is 1973. We've seen Stryker in '73 before, looking much older. I mean, uh, Danny Houston played him in X Men Origins Wolverine, definitely a much older looking man. Where he looks a lot younger. Yeah, that's true. But it again, is. It's one of those. It's this. It's the same. We're doing these movies all out of order, so this I know. is what happens. Although it's interesting too, because um, uh, in first class we had uh, Stryker's father. I don't know if you oh, remember okay. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when Xavier proves that he's a mutant, he's in front of Stryker's dad. So it's interesting that the Strikers are actually in a lot of movies. Yeah, that's true. Because they're in like they're in X Men. What two? It's all the way through after X Men Origins think, right? Wolverine, and then. Uh, I guess no, he wasn't class. in three, was he? He wasn't in three because he was dead. Yeah, because he was dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, the, and yeah, it's just interesting. And now he's in four. Your seven. <sighs> yeah, it's four. my seven. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just in a lot of movies. Ah, that's cool. That's I good. it's just it's too bad we didn't get uh, the same actor to play him as who's already in X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. A little bit of continuity again, now, especially now that I know that they both take place in '73. Someone should have noticed. Yeah, that is a bit weird, but. Like, if there was, like, a two years difference, I'd be like, ah, two years. He, he aged a bit in two years. That's fine. Yeah. Though, so, anyway, back to the, the, the sort of happy ending. We see Gene. We see, we see Storm. Scott. We see all the... All oh, the yeah, action. Storm gets murdered in the future. I guess we should say that. Because that's... Well, yeah, I mean, we knew that was going to sort of happen. We like you kinda... It definitely looked that way in, in some of the trailers, but we weren't really sure they were really going to go through with it. I was really Well, happy. pretty much everybody gets killed except for Wolverine, right? And Kitty Pride. Yeah, Kitty Pride never dies. And I guess Xavier. Iceman dies twice. Uh, yeah, we, the first time he dies, they like decapitate decap- him and then step on his head. Yeah, which, which was is, all ice at the time. Yeah, which is kind uh, of Sunspot dies twice. Warpath dies twice. Bishop yeah. dies once. Although, what is what? I feel like they do not know how to handle a character who absorbs other people's energy, because all they like in the last one they had Darwin, right? The guy who can adapt oh, to anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he just if you overload him in energy, he just like he just dies. And, yeah. And oh, here yeah. you overload Bishop, and he blows up. Like what? Yeah, I guess I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's the, like, the easiest weakness. Yeah, I, just give him enough energy. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Like he gets shot with like lightning and shit, and that doesn't overload him. <laughs> but a few sentinels, boom, he's dead. You know, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I guess it's tough to. Uh, what I do like about um, the fact that like kind of everyone dies is that in that classic cover with Wolverine getting sh- uh, blown up on X Men One Forty Two, it says in this issue everybody dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, no, it was cool that they did it. What's that? I mean, they set the table, they clean it all up. It's weird that in some cases that they do because we the next movie is only going to be a flashback movie essentially. Yeah, because we're not going to. Well, have I a, guess are we going to get a nineties movie? Because they're going eighties, then yeah, the nineties. I hope so. And then the two thousands. I don't know what a nineties movie would look. Well, we, do we need another two thousands movie? I guess not. But we had the original trilogy, which didn't happen. Yeah, which is again, which is so weird. That it didn't happen, but... It's kind of weird to go back and watch those now, because... It's like, none of this exists. This doesn't exist anymore. It does for Wolverine, though. For him, yeah. 
which is kind of cool. Now, I'm, I'm interested, what will that X-Men, sorry, what will Wolverine's third movie look like? Yeah, it is really weird if they're going to do it, but I guess they want to do it, right? Like, that's they do, like. but like I don't know what... And Jackman what? said he's only really willing to get into that kind of shape one more time. Yeah, so, so they're they, saying they, that they they'll do film them back to back, right? It's just really interesting. And plus, there's always the rumors, which are crazy, that they're going to do, that they're going to at some point do an X-Men Fantastic Four kind of crossover. Yeah, that's the nineties movie. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Oh, I don't think so. Based on the the, the age of the Fantastic Four, they're like kids. Yeah, I know. Like. Well, yeah. Like I have a lot of problems with the supposed what the FF new movie is going to be like. So I don't know if I that's going to be something I'm going to enjoy at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know if it's the best idea. Yeah, I did feel at times like again, this was a very action packed movie. Uh, I feel like this yeah, was almost true. Singer saying, "I know there wasn't a lot of action in the first one." We had a bit more on the second one, but I'm really sorry about that. So here's all the action you missed. Yeah, I guess. And also, I feel bad for not giving you any action in Superman Returns, so let's also give you that. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is, is FU to X-Men 3. Absolutely. <laughs> Although it was his own fault. Like, you know, well, that's true. He, went he wanted Superman. to work on Superman, which didn't work out very well. Yeah. And really, what has he done since? No, he hasn't done a whole lot. He's been more of a producer than a director ever since X- uh, Superman. But you have to admit, like he's come back and sort of brought the franchise. Like, yeah, I mean, and first it, class did. He give it some cohesion. He he was able to figure. But I like that this movie was still written by Matthew Vaughn. He was still listed on the screenwriting credits. Okay, and he directed the last one. Oh, so that's even, cool. though, even though he didn't direct this movie, his fingerprints are still in it. He did the last, like which one? Sorry, uh, he did first, first class. class, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What I view as the last movie in the X Men franchise. Well, I was just wondering if you were referring to that one or or X-Men. Wolverine. Oh, oh, Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. Now, they said that the next Wolverine movie will be by the same director as, as the Wolverine. Which I think is great, because you need that like that look. I liked, the, I liked his Although choices. Who, again, who knows? Because doing Wolverine as a lone wolf won't necessarily work now, because his whole... Well, I mean, if the next movie's in the 80s, this could be, you know, like... If it's just... Yeah, the X-Men movie, yes. But I'm saying the next Wolverine movie. Yeah, but like, that can take place... Like, like a, I was saying, I'd like to see that... You know, but again, that, what's a... We can't see his adventure with Yukio, because they didn't meet Yukio. Because yeah, he, because well, ne- he never lived in a cave. Yeah, I know, I know. It's kind of messed up because Gene. Gene was so central to that movie. Yeah, which is interesting. That like, yeah, I like the shoot. And then actually, it worked it, really well for that film for and, sure. and being a follow up to yeah. X Men Three, which was cool. It was a little weird that we never saw any Anna Paquin in the movie. Anna Paquin just didn't show up until the very end. Yeah, she had a like. And she, would did she even have a line? No. Yeah, like she just or walked away. We might, with, she might have with, said uh, something. We just didn't hear it. Yeah, it was a, she walked away with Bobby. With, with Bobby. So which, it's like her and Bobby are still together. Yeah, he which never again, got together with. Makes Katie. me wonder about that too, though, because like, how did Rogue ever get to the school? Because, like again, it was all centered on like Wolverine. And yeah, Magneto. yeah, that's true. It's a, like, there's a lot of things. Like, the more you think about it, the more it hurts. Well, again, it's a. It, like they do mention that certain things will happen sort of similarly or yeah it? certain so, things are meant to happen so yeah. I mean I guess at the end the one thing that won't end up happening will I guess is Magneto and uh, Xavier kind of burying the hatchet because that part's nice I mean that they end up being friends when they go out like they go out and like Xavier's like holding his hand like oh like, right in the in, in the in future the messed up future yeah, whereas right. now in the like, the new future that they have yeah they, you don't see Magneto in the no future. and we're led to assume that I guess he's not at the school that maybe they're still fighting yeah. him that maybe that's still how they ended up getting Rogue uh, who yeah. knows 
Now, what I did like is they had Shadowcat teaching a class, although she looks super young. Like, I know that yeah, she's aged, true. but, yeah. like, it, they, Ellen Page is always going to look super young. Yeah. And they kind of play her that way, too. So, but I like that when she was teaching the class, she was next to Colossus, because in the comics, yeah. they're a couple. Oh, really? Okay. Like, a long-standing relationship. So, and I And it's like cool that. that he's been the same guy in all, all yeah, of Yeah, absolutely. His Although, as Paul was mentioning, because we saw the movie with Paul, Scorez, who's been on the show before and couldn't make it today, he looks different all the time like he was like i think it's been three different guys i'm like no it's been the same guy yeah just... i think it's just also the like the the um the armor has always been different that looks similar to be honest i don't think that changed much. no it's a, no that's it's a, the from the second one i think maybe the last one it didn't look as different but what's it because in the third one like i think they sort of established it yeah maybe the, he looked a little different in the second like the second i guess X2, the, i but... mean two was how long ago though now two was 2003 yeah so so it's 11 it's like years 10, yeah 11 so years the guy it's is crazy. bigger plus yeah he's 11 sure. years older because he must have been like probably in his 20s i was gonna say he must have been in like early probably 20s, early 20s mid, or so. maybe early mid to mid 20s so now he's a, an older man yeah he's still in great shape though for for uh absolutely that I many mean, years for sure, I mean, but it is cool that it's the same guy. I like that they've kept him. There is, even though he doesn't really speak much, or you know, he doesn't speak much or do anything. Well, it's Keith's glasses, though. That's yeah. all you need. I was a little bummed, and I knew I got, we hadn't heard about her, but I was kind of actually. Let me take that back. When we see Quicksilver at his home, there's another child there, right? Yeah. The, well, that's is like it, he's watching the news. He's watching the news, but is it is it a little girl? Yeah, it's a little girl. It looks like All his right. sister. All right. Oh, I guess that's what's her that's name. Yeah, yeah, I never okay. thought of that. They're supposed to be twins, so they're supposed to be the same. Oh, age. Okay, I guess. Yeah, in this which case, is, which is what they refer to them as at the end of Captain America: Winter Soldier. They just say, but the those twins. are a different Quicksilver. And I know that. I know it's messed up that like we get Quicksilver here. Well, they never call him Quicksilver. That's true. They don't, like, and they don't. They don't even call him by his proper name. He's Pietro Maximoff. They call him Peter Maximoff. Which is a little annoying. Just like it's supposed to be Peter uh, Piotr Rasputin, not Peter Rasputin, as Colossus. Okay, all right. Oh, I'm just saying one of the big things about when the X Men were relaunched in in the late '70s is that it went from being the original like X Men, the classic five, and sometimes Havoc and Polaris, to now being an international team. Yeah, yeah. Where you had a German, a German Nightcrawler, a Canadian, yeah, the Canadian Wolverine. You had a Russian Colossus. You had a Japanese uh, Sunfire. You had the Irish uh, Banshee. Like you had the Native American Thunderbird. Like. Yeah, these yeah. characters and a Kenyan uh, storm. Maybe, maybe in this universe now, it's a uh, it's a Canadian military program. Oh, instead maybe of an American universe program. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe Striker's not involved anymore. Yeah, there you go. Maybe was, said, Screw this! I don't want to. Be... Weapon X is in Canada again. Yeah, it should be because right? yeah, you know. We, we... And that brings up a question too: is that at the very end? I mean, I was fine with it just being Striker finding Wolverine's body. Okay, this is how they're going to get him into Weapon X. But then, no, it's Mystique. I'm like, fuck, really? Well, yeah, that was weird. I thought that was a weird choice, too. How's that going to make sense? Yeah, like, why did she want him? Like, that, that I don't was, know. Yeah, that was sort of a weird... I was wondering about or that, Or maybe too. she's curious, because, like, this guy just kind of shows up and gets in their shit. That's true, yeah. Like, why you know, did he show like, up? Like, everyone else she knows. She knows Magneto. That's right, yeah. You know, she, and, like, she knows Beast, and she knows... Uh, Xavier, that's all. That's everyone she knows in this movie, and actually comes face to face with, except for Wolverine. Briefly, Wolverine. Yeah, because the only time she would have seen Wolverine is in Paris. In Paris, yeah. When, when but even at that point, he sort of gets uh, the flashbacks. Yeah, when I mean, he sees Stryker, so he's out of picture. That was cool the... too, because and I wondered when that when that happened. I wondered, is it just flashbacks or is it history changing? 
No, I think it was his flashbacks because they were the. I don't know because it, it was his flashbacks to Weapon X. I thought I thought maybe it was it was history realigning at that point. No, it was his flashbacks to. Weapon I want X. it to be history realigning because I think that's cooler, almost like a Back to the Future esque type of thing. Like he he bumps into this guy, it maybe changes that path. He's not fading out of existence, but he's having like migraines. He's freaking out. Also remembering who the guy is. Yeah, I but don't I mean, know. It a, but I, I don't think know. It was, like, doesn't that make sense though? Because like. At the, like that's a huge crux moment. Like the striker plays a huge part in this movie, and he has a huge part in Wolverine's history. Yeah, in, in the movies. Well, at, I think that's least. why that triggers the flashbacks. I I liked it. I like it more. To, I want to believe that it's because it's kind of making the timeline shudder. It's, it's messing it up. Yeah, you know, because like he's he's impacting directly impacting his own history because everything else is affecting other people. But that's true. It's far enough away from where he kind of enters the story, like thirty years away. Right. That eventually everything will have kind of course corrected by the time it hits him. But yeah, I, guess could, I, guess, I guess you could see it as that too. It like, changed something that's so immediate to him yeah. and changing who he is. But that would be the only time, and he was sort of out of the way at that point, so she yeah. probably really wouldn't have paid attention to him. No. And then other than that, than that it's at the battlefield, of, like, which, yeah, is, because, which is in front of the White House. Yeah, but by then... Surrounded but, by RFK. But by the time Wolverine is dispatched, like it's before anyone sees him, right? Because I don't think anyone sees Wolverine get thrown away by Magneto. Has he already ripped open the... Oh, that's true. I forgot I don't think about he that. Has. Yeah, it was a, he threw him away pretty fast. I think he's there. yeah. It was oh, before but... he unearthed it. So yeah, I don't think she really. She's maybe seen. The other him thing once. that was weird was when he uh, when he gets pulled up on the boat. Like it's almost like the metal falls out of him, which yeah. was kind of weird because like wasn't the, the I think guy, it was just wrapped around him. But again, why would it just fall? No, off? but it, like they clearly show it's going through him, yeah. and it almost looked like he had like two pieces of rebar that like yeah. he deliberately snaked through him so that he couldn't just pull it out or anything yeah. right like interesting which was kind of weird that it seems to like just fall out of him but it is strange it, whatever it was weird like, plus that it was how is he not dead uh, like he drowned he drowned yeah it's a, he's like got he no is hair. dead um I don't know I guess like, it's, a, it, it's not like he held his breath for a long time to regenerate like, like how it? long did it take them to get a boat out to know where to fish this guy out of the water well that like, was the other thing is how yeah how did they know he was even there like I guess that's no one where saw Mystique it. She must have seen it then, I guess, because she but was... she couldn't have. She was in the... I don't know. It is a bit weird. She that was in the bunker. a bit strange. And plus, I'm surprised that many people were allowed in a presidential bunker. <laughs> yeah, well... Like, like, especially when, like, shit's going down. I feel like you protect the president and maybe, like, two or three people. Yeah, even Trask got in there, which was... Yeah, like, how did he get in there? Like, it, just... it was his sentinels, I guess. They were, like, going to try to That's ask... the last person you let in there. Your well, sentinel no, was... just went apeshit in everyone. Well, no, but they want to know how to turn him off, I guess. But he obviously doesn't know. The other thing was, what was the deal with the Sentinels? Like, were they being controlled by Magneto? Yes, because he put all them like that didn't make sense either. Remember, he he went to oh right, he went train the train and he intercepted and he like put metal in them, which doesn't make sense how he was able to control. That's yeah, that threw me off too. Yeah, like he there were some MacGuffins here. Yeah, it's a there were some liberties. I mean, again, it's kind of because they had metal in them and he was able to control them. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Some of these movies don't always. Worry what was that the deal with the that. targeting system? Was that like an image that from the comics? Was that like because the targeting system looks so like uh, old school kind of like it looked no. like a video game? Like I think it was just it was just a style going. Seven yeah, it was kind of neat. Like it is a period piece, right? Yeah, no, it was cool. It's good, uh, but yeah, it was kind of. I thought maybe it was from the comics or something, or not that I know of. But yeah, was, that, that was a bit weird. That that sequence was a bit strange, and like I mean, it was visually cool how he 
pulls RFK out of his place and drops it on yeah, around the White House. What happens with the White House after that? Well, yeah, I guess they dismantle RFK around How it. do you clean that up? Yeah, how long does that take? It would be a real pain in the ass. Like, I mean, I guess on the one hand, if you're having a problem with your economy, you just employed a lot of people. Yeah, no, that's true. But like, the, and even the Pentagon has that. And now DC shit. United has no home. Yeah. In the in the X Men universe, well, which I'm okay with because well, fuck United. By the time MLS started, though, '96. So. so they have you know 23 years to. No, I know, but they're just not going to play it in the shithole RFK. I guess not. But it, it was weird. Like the the big gestures to take are cool, but at the same time, like how do you fix this? Yeah, no, well, you know, right. like that kind of bugs again. Me too. How do you how do you and, fix New York though in the Avengers? Right, like. Yeah, like there, somebody made an estimate, and it was like I don't know how many billion dollars or like trillion dollars of damage. Yes, like, but you also have superheroes who can assist. Yes, but I mean, come on. And like, plus, I mean, what about start... Superman when he destroys Metropolis? Well, pretty he's much. a dick. So well, yeah, he, he why didn't he take about... that shit to space? Right? Like, what an asshole! Well, I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's what I loved about the Amazing Spider-Man too is that he was saving lives. Yeah, no, that's it. Like he was protecting people constantly, and he doesn't destroy New York to the same extent. Who doesn't? Uh, like what's it in, in Spider-Man 2 like New York doesn't get that bad no but the th- well Times Square gets pretty fucked yeah but I mean not to the same extent like the no. buildings are still standing it's They're more still standing, like, yeah. like uh, screens and, and, and stuff and he's saving individual lives yeah like whereas it, it, Superman it, did nothing he was just like <laughs> I'm just gonna punch people I'm gonna punch them through this building yeah, and like, hopefully nobody else gets like it. usually what you see in like a Superman like animated series and that kind of stuff is you see him like, punch someone and then he'll like try and get it down to like just like you know, he'll take it somewhere isolated like a in, desert or, or if they yeah. do fight in the city he's not like he'll punch someone towards a building but then like super speed around them and like punch them downwards yeah Avoiding collateral damage. Speaking of the super speed thing, like the sequence with with Quicksilver, I know we've mentioned it, but yeah. it was really cool. Like it, it was, was fun to see. Like it, it was kind of neat that it sort of like they took you out of the moment and put you like, or they took the you out of the movie for a second and sort of put you in that moment. The only thing I didn't like about it is that there are secret parts in there where he kind of stops running, and like, and he's oh, like, not yeah, even yeah. really in the air anymore. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. How is he still accelerating so quickly? Yeah, but I guess you know at super speed you can kind of just like the idea I guess is so that we can see how like you know how like, what he works. what he's doing right because yeah. otherwise he's probably moving extremely quickly right because yeah. you see the bullets I did slowly like going towards the kind of the dickish nature of him kind of being like oh I just checked this why are you going this way like you know like that kind of stuff like yeah, that's pretty funny because yeah. he is that fast like there uh, there's an ultimate version of him where uh, they're like why why were you helping us out and he's like I was slow the tape <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah you know and like that's kind of who the, who the character is. Yeah. It makes me interested to see how what type of Quicksilver we're going to get in, in Avengers, Avengers now, yeah. Uh, because, I mean, now we've seen Super Speed work here. Yeah. Are you going to make it work in the end? It was a really cool animation. Like, it was just really cool to see, like, everybody sort of freezes and yeah. he's running and, around. And taking like, everyone out. Yeah. yeah. I love how he, like, gets the guards to punch each other. Like, I'm still not one a fan. guy punches himself out. Yeah, that was funny. kind of funny. I'm still not a huge fan of the, of the way he looks. Like, the hair doesn't quite look right and... In this, you mean? Yeah. The next one? Yeah, he sort of looked a it looks little like a wig. odd. Like, it's a, it did look a bit bizarre. It looks yeah. like a wig he's wearing. Like, it, it's not quite the visual look. Like, the brief glimpse we got of uh, Quicksilver. And it was work. weird, too. Like, he had to wear a silver jacket. Like, yeah. Like, like, the but, brief glimpse we got of him in uh, in uh, Captain America 2. Well, he's a prisoner there, right? Yeah, but, like, he looks... Yeah, he, he had a better look, I think. Absolutely. He but he's also older. older looking, too. Right? He's, he's older not, than like, this This guy one, was yeah. sort of a younger this was teenager. Like teenager. Right? Yeah. yeah, the other one's more early 20s. Yeah, he'd be in his... Yeah, he, or at least he looks like so it. So it's interesting. And then Scarlet Witch in the new one is... Uh, what's it? Elizabeth uh, Olsen? Yeah, which is weird. I didn't know there was another one. Oh, you didn't know? I didn't know. I, like, I was like... She's the most attractive Olsen. 
It's just funny though. Like I was like, "What? There's another one?" Yeah, yeah. Like, talk yeah. about being the shitty end of that stick, eh? Like, well, like, she's actually quite an acclaimed actress now. No, I know she's done it's, a few things. That's what it's she's so getting funny. a lot of acclaim. And but yeah, like for the longest time, it was always the two was, sisters. Yeah, right? yeah. And, like, Mary Kate and Ashley. No idea they had a third one. Yeah, she was the yeah. But anyway, kind of too bad. That's a rough family, eh? It's got, well, I mean, like, they're all two making sisters tons are like of money. billionaires, and like, you're like, well, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm doing Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Avenger now. Suck it, sisters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are you true. guys doing? Are you going to get tucked in by Uncle Jesse? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. They're a little old for that now. A little. <laughs> but anyway. Um, final thoughts. Let's wrap it up. Final thoughts? Was it? Um, highly enjoyable. That's it. Uh, I, I think it's a, like, you know, it's kind of cliche, I guess, the happy ending. But I, you know, for me, I, it worked. I liked it. It felt earned because yeah. X Men Three was a real bummer. Yeah, like and it shit on the franchise and, like, and on the character. I feel the so. subtitle for this is like, you know, it's like Days of Future Past. Fuck you, X Three. Fuck you, X Three. <laughs> yeah. Signed, Brian Singer. But that being said, I mean, like the producers have been the same all the way through. No, right? I know. So it's it's just funny. kind of funny though. I like, wonder what X3 that meeting was, was like. You know, I was like, do you mind if I just pretend that didn't happen? Not only do I pretend it doesn't happen, I just throw the apple cart out completely. Yeah. We'll take X Men One, Two, and Three and just toss them all. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was a very interesting uh, like approach to it. He's probably the most X many of any of them because yeah, like like it's more like relatively high concept. You have a lot of action. You still have it's a little bit less of a thinking piece uh, than the last. That's true. Yeah. That being said, I th- I always felt X one and X two were a little heavy handed. Um, Maybe especially yeah, X one with like the sort of political commentary on. Yeah, the, it was just so. Whereas this doesn't really have that as much as it's kind of like we get it. There is an underpinning idea here, but let's just go forward. Yeah. Uh, whereas here, it, it kind of embraced more of the the fun fantasy superhero concepts. There was a lot more humor in here than I've ever yeah, seen well, in, a, in a Brian Singer movie. Yeah. Like I've never seen that much humor. Yeah, from they him. threw in a little. They had some fun with it. Like there was a couple moments. I mean, and Quicksilver was definitely like kind of the character they played with more, and was yeah. He was a little him. bit of a comic relief. I was just surprised he wasn't in more of it. Yeah, like, he would have been. Think, he would have been super good. helpful. No, it's true, but I think it was good though too because it would have been like I think he would have maybe overshadowed it a little bit. Like I'm pretty sure all you need is like Quicksilver running by, grabbing Magneto's helmet. Hey, go yeah, ahead. exactly. Done. Like, it's sort of you know it would have been a little bit too hard to do things I think with him. So I think it was good that they used him. Just enough that you got a glimpse and you enjoyed it, and then yeah. it carried on. So I, I think that they, they did a good job with that. Like, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it could have been overshadowing and, and not as uh, interesting. Interesting, yeah. But yeah, and I like... Uh, it is yeah. weird to have uh, Xavier be like... Uh, old Xavier. She was like a sister to me. Well, that's what I mean. That was, that, that, what? Exactly. You've never mentioned her in... Like, you see her, all and you time. don't give a shit, right? You like, see her all the time. You guys don't talk to each no, other. In a, fact, did they ever have any moment where they were ever really fake? Like, well, that's what I mean, is they had no moment. But well, again, like, it's because these things are being produced out of order. Mystique right? did but, pretend to be him once to get into Cerebro. Yeah, exactly. And did mess with Cerebro so it would give feedback to Xavier and fuck him over his mind. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, well, I guess at that point, the Plus, idea you'd is... think that Cerebro, or at least some some of the mansion defenses, would be calibrated against her... Because she used to live there. Yeah, no, that's true. It's a, but again, these movies weren't created yeah. knowing that Mystique would eventually be back. Yeah, in the, old, in the older trilogies, she was just a villain, sort of, really. She yeah. wasn't as three-dimensional, whereas now they've made her more And it makes sense, too, because now you have, like, no offense to Rebecca Romaine, but she's not really that much of an actress. She's more of a model than an actress, whereas Jennifer Lawrence is 
one of yeah. the biggest actresses going right now. Like, she's huge. No, it is pretty cool that she did it. It was a, uh, I mean, they kind of got her at the perfect time. Like, when she signed on to be X-Men I was going to say, it's true. It was or, a sorry, first, first class. class. Yeah. Not X-Men she one, wasn't as class. big in for... She had just... She'd been Academy Award nominated for, was Winter's Bone or something like that? Or one yeah, of those. but she was tales. just coming up. Like She was just coming up. She was very... She was a young actress. She hadn't done Hunger Games yet. I don't yeah. think she'd even sign up for it. No, I don't think so. So, they kind of got her at the perfect time, and they pro- it's, I'm guessing they got her into one of these, you know, three-picture contracts. Tracks, Maybe. Which was yeah. smart because now she then she did Hunger Games, she did Silver Linings. Yeah, she's Playbook. had a lot of exposure. She since. got nominated for Silver Linings Playbook and won. I think she won for that. Um, she got nominated and did she win again this year? I'm not sure. I don't even know. But she was in American Hustle. Like she's now she's like everywhere. Yeah, and no, it's true. She, and ever and she's like kind of like America's sweetheart because. But is it going to become the Halle Berry thing? Like because she's so big that she's going to have to have a bigger part. Um, I'm okay with it because though Uta, Halle Berry had very little. She had very little here. Yeah, absolutely. Which I was kind of like okay with because I'm okay with it becoming because because she's first of all I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is more better actress in the role than Halle Berry ever was in Storm because I always felt that Halle Berry is a good actress in certain roles but she never committed to this role. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think she ever really sank her teeth into it. That being said, it was an ensemble. You know, she did to go with the accent at first. Oh, Which was so weird too because the so next one, one they, 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 they just it's like through half the movie. And, like, and then her she, wigs have been bad. Like here was just short cropped hair work, but yeah. didn't she have a wig at the end? No, it was the same hair. Was still a, I think it was the it was same style. Yeah, she had the same okay. short hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess that that was her wartime cut. So I don't know. That's true. Which I guess was maybe a callback to. I mean, they, they won't ever do it in the in the movies, but she has like a mohawk in the comics. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. Punk Storm, right? So yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that was like kind of the idea is kind of a nod to Punk Storm. Maybe, but like I'm okay with it becoming a little bit more about Mystique as long as Mystique is interesting. She yeah. was not interesting in the first three movies. Now she's a much no, more. No, she was more. Character. Yeah, she was more just a henchman in the yeah, first three. Giving yeah, giving her the backstory, having her be involved in the history between actually being a little bit more of. The feud between Xavier and Magneto, not just being about it's a bit of a, like, uh, and not like just a, a being, triangle, a yeah, bit, yeah, not just being about their ideological shift, but also about their relationship with this woman. Yeah. One more of a familial relationship and, and brotherly relationship, and the other a little bit more romantic. Intimate, yeah, uh, is is an interesting way to go. And, yeah, and so it makes the kind of the failed relationship between the Magneto and Xavier a little bit more poignant. Yeah, it's not just about their differing views on humanity and mutants. It's also about this rela- this relationship with this girl and taking her away from him. And then you also have uh, Beast there. Yeah, it was kind of weird <laughs> kind too, of right? Because right? like, he kind of had a romantic thing yeah. with her too, right? But he doesn't really take a. But they, he looks at her a couple times where it's like you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. It's a. It's interesting too because he kind of goes the wrong route because he's like, just shut her down, shut her down, and Xavier's like, I'm not going to let her be her choice. Yeah, which is interesting, and that's seeing more of the Xavier we know. Yeah. allowing people to make their own choice and not making that choice for them. Yeah, that's true, because he could implant the thought, right? Absolutely he could. Wouldn't so, yeah, I, I would give it, like, uh, if we're going to do a how many, how many blink portals? Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I'd give it, like, an eight, eight and a half. Okay. I don't think it was as good as Cap. That's no, good, uh, we can't. We got to stop comparing everyone. No, that's Cap, true, but, like, Cap is this fair. year's movie. I know, but you got to compare it to the X-Men franchise. Is no, it the best true. X-Men movie? Uh, yeah, that's true. As the X-Men franchise, it probably is the best of the four. Like, I'm talking like... Okay. You're not including it? First Class. Um, I think you should. Yeah, I guess you could. Like, yeah, I think it's a, up there. First Class and it are probably high for me. I would say this is better than First Class, though. Yeah? Yeah, because First Class, I guess, has the lifting of like setting it all up. I, I think but, I was okay with that, though, because I think it, it was a breezier film. 
Yeah, uh, and I like that. It had more again of a... with with first class. It was kind of funny because nobody had any expectations for it. Not like, at it, all. They all thought it, everybody thought it was going to be not that great. Well, it had no right to be good. Like, yeah. it, it, and then it, it was good. It signed up its director at like the last minute. Like, it, yeah, it was all the signs were pointing at bomb. Yeah, this is going to be a horrible movie. And then you watch it, like that's pretty good. But I still think this was better than first class. I would say this is yeah. You're right. In the X Men franchise of the four, I think this is the best of the five. Oh yeah, sorry. The five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. X three happened. This is like worse. Or didn't this anymore. Is worse than fucking uh, episodes one, two, three, four, five, six of Star Wars. Like, yeah, that's a lot more clear. Two trilogies. This Absolutely. is all the fuck all over the place. Like seriously. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you if you bring in now, the it whole... doesn't matter though. All you need to know is Days of Future Past. That's it. And First Class. Sort of. But it's no, a... no, no, no. First Class is still <laughs> it's not, important. It's not that it's erased, but I'm just saying. No, it happened, for it sure. Ha- it happened, but now all you need to know is this. Uh, so before we actually cap it all off, uh, post-credit sequence, we haven't even talked about That's it. That's right, we haven't. What's it? Which is Apocalypse, right? Apocalypse, yeah. Now, my issue with this. Now, it looks like... He's building the pyramids. He's building the pyramids. Yeah. So they're establishing he is the first mutant. Right, okay, yeah. Which, holy shit, evolution takes a long time to get going. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. So there's been mutants all throughout history, really. I mean, if you're going to go back that far. Um, now, the issue here is he looks really young. It makes sense because if he's going to be alive in the 80s, he's going to be like centuries old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. thousands of years old. Um, I, I thought that they might have done more with his face to kind of... To be honest, I had no idea who it was. No? Like, I didn't know it was Apocalypse. Okay, so had, like... that's the thing. I think if they had made his face... Because you know what Apocalypse looks like. Yeah, face, I know right? from the from They've the done younger versions and... of him in the comics and stuff where he still has a similar facial structure, just he's younger. Yeah. So if they had done that, I think it might have been a little bit more of a hint for people. Um, I guess the name, right? But they again, were, I didn't... Everyone was chanting on Al Sabanur. Yeah, basically. which I didn't know. Um, and so that's cool. And then you kind of have the shop... You see the sands. You see him building the pyramids. Yeah. He's a god to these people. They're kind of bowing before him. And then as you do this kind of swing around shot to look at his face, in the background you see yeah, four horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was cool. I, only question is, if he's that powerful in ancient Egypt, <laughs> yeah, what the good? fuck? Yeah. Where, now, where has he been? Why is yeah, he... Yeah, no, I think the idea in the comics was always that, you know, he, he basically, like... He hibernates until time of the mutant is is, is nigh. What's yeah. interesting about that, and which made me think of this movie, is that it's very public how big mutants are in the seventies, right? Because you yeah, have this them on new TV, timeline, yeah. Mystique's on TV. You see well, Magneto it's on sort TV. of it's sort of the main exposure, I guess. Everyone's seen it. Yeah, in the seventies, like the public has, is starting to know about mutants quite prevalently. In a huge way. In the sixties, it would have been more the top brass. But now everyone knows. Bit, yeah. Like, they can't hide it anymore. No, it, yeah, in this timeline now, everybody sort of knows so, sooner. the thing is, okay, so there's an X-Men storyline in the 90s called Legion Quest, which I, I'm just going to make you glaze your eyes over for a minute. In this storyline, there's a supremely powerful mutant named Legion, who's actually Xavier's son, because that happens. Okay. Uh, he time travels to back in time to when Xavier and Magneto were first friends, and at, at the time, it was supposed to be in, like, Israel, that they were helping, like, the wounded from a war or whatever. Anyways, he decides, my father's dream would be better if Magneto was dead. So he goes back in time to kill Magneto. In the ensuing fracas, he ends up killing his, his dad by accident, and everything kind of gets nice. reset in time. Now, when we next... See, the next X-Men comic comes out it's called uh, The Age of Apocalypse and the idea is because of mutants coming out in a big way a lot earlier than they would have in the prime timeline because usually the first major mutant occurrence is Magneto taking over a military base the first X-Men are there to, to stop them yeah, this yeah. is now decades earlier 
Magneto is on like on basically on TV fighting against the supremely powerful mutants, and then Xavier dies. So this apocalypse is awakened from his slumber and goes. Mutants have come up higher, uh, earlier than I would have expected, and then he lays waste to everyone. Basically, takes over the United States and most of the world. There's no X Men to stop him. There's no formalized resistance because this has happened in decades earlier. Yeah. So when we see Magneto unearthing the stadium and all that shit, all I can think of is. All right, if they want to kind of do an Age of Apocalypse style yeah, thing, I guess so. Yeah, okay. now sort of mutants are yeah. a lot are a lot earlier than they were before. Yeah, the only problem with the thing that, is he shows himself to the world too. He at does that point, yeah, right? with way. the cameras. Yeah, he even says like you know people of the world. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. The only problem with that, though, is that... Because they've kind of said that they want to take inspiration from the Age of Apocalypse storyline, which is this dystopian kind of present. Right, right, right. only issue with that is that we know that by 2023, everything's fine. No, yeah, again, yeah, the happy so, ending sort of... So even the happy like, ending in some ways, like, it, it, it's a nice capper for the current trilogy. But at the but, same time, yeah. Or the, the original, whatever, the original timeline... The original cast they've ended that this right? is maybe another timeline yeah ah, fuck but i don't know like, now this is getting work? worse than the new star trek that's what i mean like, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of fucked up questions like, yeah no it's true i and guess you're just gonna have to go be- with it it's only because i'm a fan of this type of shit and no it's true well i mean that that's one of the reasons i love star trek is that they've mm-hmm. i think you know they've tried really hard to keep all that stuff together right and and make it all fit in place right and for the most part it does i mean there are obvious issues like in there too right yeah for you sure know, like uh I wonder, Scotty showing up in the next generation yeah. and saying that, you know, oh, I knew Jim would have come for me, right? And it's like, yeah. well, no, you should know Jim's dead because of generation. However, maybe but, he was frazzled by being stuck in the teleport. Yeah, the, the transporter messed with his head. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, that's true. There it's are a, ways around that kind of shit. Well, it's like Wolverine waking up in the 70s and not knowing exactly where he was at first, right? Well, it took him a second to sort of well, establish. That I'm okay with because realistically, yeah. if I went back. Yeah, he wouldn't years. know where he was. Yeah, like if he I didn't went, remember. Hell, if I went back five years to an exact day, yeah, you wouldn't. know. I wouldn't know where I was. Yeah. Like if I went back, if I went back in time five five years, it's two thousand nine. I think in two thousand nine, I, I traveled to uh, to Disney World. I may not remember exactly when I did this. No, absolutely. So I wake up at Disney World. Where the fuck am I? I'm not at home. I don't. Yeah. Where am I? No, it was oh, cool. All right. So I, I'm okay with that. I mean, it makes yeah, sense. It was just I like the waterbed. Yeah, the waterbed, yeah. Like, again... Funny. And the not, lava lamp. Yeah, not being too serious with stuff and kind of being fun with it. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was good to it. Uh, but yeah, like, overall, I would say... I'd I put it, it up there with First Class, because First Class had that breezy mentality that I really liked. It wasn't... It it did it wasn't heavy-handed in its introductions. Like, X-Men 1 felt very heavy-handed. Did, uh, did First Class have the door? No. No, I, I didn't think... I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, I don't think it did either. That fucking door. I don't know why it bugs me so much. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just so just weird. Just when we were talking about it today, I was just like, I better not see that fucking door. And then we kind of didn't see well, it at we, first. No, but I knew it was coming because all of them have done that. I I, was, I thought we wouldn't see it. No, I, I thought I knew as soon as we saw the opening sequence, which has been very similar to the We didn't see it right away, and I was like, we're just getting a narration. That's fine. And then, no, there's the doorway. Uh, you have to have the Patrick Stewart narration. Freaking door. No, <laughs> and the, the door. The narration's fine, whatever. And I kind of liked how um, it ended the narration with McAvoy. We started the movie. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about the future and the pr- the future. Yeah, and it's and it's Xavier talking, and then at the very end we have it's talking about the present, sorry, the past, and it's McAvoy talking. Yeah, no, that was cool, and I like that. That was a kind of a nice thematic way, and it's also that passing of the torch that maybe we'll never see. Yeah, we may not see that future uh, anymore. Patrick Stewart as Xavier ever again, and that's okay. We got the happy ending that we wanted yeah, for those yeah, characters yeah. because before we didn't get a happy ending. We just got him being dead and waking up at some. Yeah, we were left with body. even more questions than we have now. Absolutely, like because it was just like yeah, and I, mean, I guess obviously Magneto got his powers back. 
That's yeah. another thing we didn't really discuss, but yeah, was. but we kind of they kind of hinted towards that. Well, he however hit. doesn't that mean that Mystique at some point would get her powers back too, and that Rogue would eventually get her powers back too? Because they all they lost all took their powers cu- yeah, from the cure, cure, right? Yeah. Now I'm curious again. I can't remember what the Rogue subplot was supposed to be because they have kind of spoiled it online because it was cut. Yeah, I'm interested to see what what that looks. No, like. that's true. That would have been kind of interesting, and also to know where it would have taken place in the movie because I don't know where you would need it. No, I think it was the right move to cut it. I can't see it fitting in in the current format yeah. properly. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like I said, I, I'd probably give it an eight, eight and a half. I'd give it a seven and a half to eight. It's it. still good. Yeah. I liked it, and I think it was probably the best of the. For me, it's the best. Better than the next two. Uh, yeah, like I think it was it's a, with those characters, like to sort of tie everything as a, as a whole, you know, trilogy as a whole. Like mm-hmm. it's a. I think I'm sort of looking at it as from the franchise perspective. Franchise perspective, okay. Like as the whole piece, but yeah, I mean, X2 was a lot of fun though. Like when it came out, I was so excited. curious what what Wolverine Three is going to look like. Yeah, it's really interesting as to where they're going to put it into place. You know, like, well, like again, now they can fill in. Like, although again, if they I wanted, hope they don't do like an origin though, like with no. like but if Weapon they do Old Man Logan and like you can go few far into the future and everyone like that's true then you could have everyone, cameos everyone's died from the school not because of any oh, just old catastrophe age, yeah. but just because they're old yeah. and he's outliving everyone that's true you know that's you, true. you could have a story like that you know what and being Hugh Jackman's last movie yeah it would make sense to sort It'd of be a nice way to kind of wrap, wrap his, his first solo Wolverine movie was the origin yeah, his the last second one, would be one was the sort of end of him was the classic kind of Ronin kind of idea, you know. Yeah. This in, in which Japan, I fucking loved, that which was, was great. That was and then the last one will be kind of his swan song. Yeah, I think that would work, and I think and would, eventually after, after playing the character it. for friggin' sixteen years, it's crazy. Because if it's two thousand sixteen that it comes out, right? Yeah. Then that's, well, that's that's when the next X Men movie comes out. That's not necessarily when. Wolverine no, but I would out. think it would probably come out similar, maybe, or maybe they'll save it for the year 20, after, maybe twenty seventeen. Yeah, because they'll film it together, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, or, no, or back, to, or back to back, right? So definitely satisfied. Go see it. I would yeah. see it again. Seven and a half to an eight myself. I mean, it, it was good. I mean, there was obviously. I feel like we were we sounded more negative than we are because we did enjoy it quite a lot. But when you think about the weird minutia, it's oh yeah, no, it's a, yeah. I mean, we're we're being nitpicky. It's a, that's what we do. Yeah, but that's that's what that's, that's what, what we comic like book that. movie fans do. That's what comic book fans are known yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, we're just yeah, we're we're picking apart the little things that we've noticed and. Yeah. But overall, it was very. I'm sure, that, and there's, I'm, probably, I'm sure there's a lot of things that we missed because probably. I mean, there, there was a lot going on. I mean, we just mentioned the Magneto thing, which Magneto thing? The that he had no powers after three. Yeah. Whatever. So I mean, we just caught that now. So yeah, I mean, we knew right. about it. It's we just knew that about we just, it. We didn't mention it. We just it. thought of it now again. Yeah, he didn't even seem that powerful though. So maybe no, that's true. I mean, well, I mean, maybe he that's does a comment throw on a lot that? of metal around. Like he's does not he? picking up a stadium in the no. future. There, like he takes out all those. Although theoretically, I mean. He as, picks you, up the as, jets. as you age, your abilities maybe can, you know, gets your, weakened. Your concentration's not as good. That's true. At least he didn't have like Alzheimer's. But like, where, where am I putting this? Oh my god, am I controlling this jet? Yeah, that's it. So next up on the list, what's uh, what's the next movie? Is it Guardians? Uh, that you and I are doing probably yeah. Guardians because uh, you are uh, taking. A I'm back. excited for that. You're you're uh, going to be not watching Transformers or no. Turtles. No, I'm not watching. If uh, Michael Bay's on the on the on, uh, on the poster, I'm not watching it. Sorry. So we'll probably do Guardians together. Um, maybe Sin City. Yeah, I might. I, I will probably see that. I I I have to go back and watch the original one. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been nine years. It's crazy. Like it came in 2005. Like it came with the same. I almost kind of want to go back and watch all the X Men again. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so long. So 
Yeah, but then you're going to watch them and you're going to be like, ah, none of this matters anymore. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's kind of funny. Although, I mean, it would hurt your feelings if someone said, you know, Star Trek 1 to 10 don't happen anymore. No, well, they do. Well, they this do. This is an ultimate timeline. It's an ultimate timeline. But this non- timeline doesn't happen as far as I'm concerned. Because okay. I hate this timeline. <laughs> Whereas in X Men, it's very clear like you are overriding, <laughs> overriding it, yeah. overriding a timeline. Well, that's why they did, which I'm really happy that they did, was that they clearly established in Star Trek that this is another timeline. Yeah. Well, because they knew they piss off old fans who they wanted to keep the original. Whereas, but again, here, there's so they a... create a new timeline so they can do new stories and new ideas. And what do they do with the second one? Tell the same stories. Well, fuck you! You defeated the purpose of the, your first movie. I know. Anyway, let's not get on that tangent because no, I don't like that. those two douchebags at all. And that's all right, it. Let's not They're go shitty writers. All right. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us for episode 170. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. And also rate and review us on iTunes, which is uh, the best way to help grow the audience for the show. Also, if you do listen to us through iTunes, please subscribe to the show as well. That way you get sh- auto- uh, episodes automatically when they're uploaded. And, uh, yeah, and so the next episode coming up next week. No idea. It's going to be something interesting, I'm sure. Um, there you go. I mean, the next movie episode isn't until August. Uh, Guardians doesn't come out until Seems August. Seems like a really long time. I might do a TMNT episode. It depends if I can get anyone to watch it with me, uh, which might be challenging. Yeah. Uh, same thing for Transformers. Um, looking forward to the summer months on the on the suggestion. If you of, buy me a ticket, I'll go with you. Really? Possibly. I don't know. Really? You would see which one would be I'm more... not paying for well, it. Well, here's a question. Which it pains one would... me to pay for which, it. Which of, which of Transformers or TMNT would be more likely to see? Oh, TMNT for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because it's, it's, like, well, it's, it's going to destroy surprised. my childhood. Well, I, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm surprised, though, because he's already ruined Transformers for you. Oh, yeah, he there's, has. There's, there's, less, there's less at stake for you. Whereas you still have the memory of how much you love Team and T, or sorry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one with that awesome raft scene on the on the roof as he's beating up the the, the foot. So I feel like that like you'd be less likely to want to tarnish that for yourself. It's not going to tarnish it. It's like the new Star Trek. I'm just going to toss it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe I won't pay for your ticket. But maybe right? it will actually be decent. Maybe, I, maybe, I highly doubt it. But it's a yeah. At least for me personally, I don't think it's going to be good. At least Megan Fox. It was, was funny actually. Wearing... A friend of mine tweeted something about when the when the first TMNT trailer came out. Yeah. And uh, I remember my response to his tweet was Raph when he goes in and Splinter's gone oh, and yeah? he starts yelling. No. I actually just cl- found that clip on YouTube and that was what I tweeted back at That's him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Because <laughs> it's like because he said something about like yeah I know it's a, I'm one of those people that's gonna go see this right and I was like no just that rage Raph. But Man, anyway. I want to watch Ninja Turtles 1 so let, bad. Let's let these people enjoy their evening now All right. and get on with their lives. Thank, thank you for listening to the podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.